It's a hometown tradition. Playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends. For the pride and glory for the name across the front of the jersey. Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for high school basketball. The games are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Dearborn County Casa, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeFill Pharmacies, Caring Heating and Cooling, Ag Ford and Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Safe Passage Inc., U.S. Army Lawrenceburg Recruiting Station, Wardway Fuels, Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet, Infinity Jewelers, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station Eagle Country 99.3. It's game time. It is a rivalry renewed here tonight at South Dearborn High School as the Lawrenceburg Tigers look to cash a receipt from earlier this season, a loss at the Rivertown Classic to the South Dearborn Knights team, which is looking to defeat Lawrenceburg for the second time and complete the regular season sweep. Alongside the coach, Ryan Kadega on Double T, Travis there coming to you live from South Dearborn High School. Bragging rights on the line, positioning in the EIAC and confidence and momentum. Going into sectional play is what is up for grabs here tonight between two teams that um, love to pick up a win over one another. But uh, unfortunately, in this rivalry game, only one can come away a winner tonight. But these two teams... On a collision course here tonight, Coach, and uh, we're expecting a, a good ball game just like we saw back at the Rivertown Classic in January. Yeah, no doubt. You have uh, two teams that are very athletic and will look to get up and down the floor. Uh, Larksburg might look to slow the tempo down a little bit, but when you start looking at points per game and some things like that, it can get real interesting real fast. But I think one of the things, Travis, is when you look at you have two first-year head coaches in the EIAC, mm-hmm. you have Lawrenceburg's head coach, who is Brad Cutter, who is a South Dearborn alumni, yep. who understands this rivalry, understands all the tradition that this game brings. And then you have Coach Colston, who comes in and doesn't know anything about it, and did the interview on the Eagle, and it's just another game. Probably between the Rivertown and now, maybe he's realized that it's not just another game. It's it's South Dearborn and Lawrenceburg, and it's always a great game, and as you said, they moved, they met in the opening uh, round of the Rivertown, where South Durban was victorious, 51 to 44. But uh, you know, I think something to think about tonight, Travis and all the listeners. Here's a little stat that I found I put together today. LHS seven out of their last 11 games, Lawrenceburg's won seven since the South Durban game. Yep. The last nine, South Durban has lost seven. So. You kind of have uh, two teams trending in different directions here, but we know one thing as you and I both played in this game and the listeners, the records are out the door tonight. Absolutely, and I had those stats written down as well. And another stat for you is Lawrenceburg's won seven of the last ten meetings in this particular rivalry. And an interesting kind of trend, over the last four years, these two teams have played twice dating back to 2017-2018. Lawrenceburg won both games that year. Then South Dearborn won both games. Then Lawrenceburg won both games, and now South Dearborn's looking to win both games. So that's what's on the line tonight for the uh, night. Yeah, that's an interesting trend. And when you start looking at that, preparing for a game, you go to John Harrell and you start looking at all this fun stuff and who has just a great website and gives you all this data. But that's one that I did put together. But, you know, I think it'll be even a little more interesting tonight when you think about what the state and maybe the Midwest and, Heck, even south in Texas, right? The weather. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know just obviously being at Lawrenceburg, uh, you know, yesterday was the first day that they practiced this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of wonder, do they have their legs? 
you know, it's, it's real quick. You can lose your cardio and different things like that. And then, you know, South Durban, I think they may have practiced once or twice. But it's kind of interesting to see how that might play a part in the ninth game, too, or shots short. Do they look to push the tempo up and down the floor? But uh, I think we're in for a, for a battle and a lot of great players on the floor. So it'll be interesting to see uh, the outcome of this one. It might end up feeling like a sectional game where it's a little bit more low scoring, grinded out type action, considering they haven't been able to practice so much. But let's uh, take a little focus on Lawrenceburg here, the visiting team, 10-9. and 9. As you mentioned, Coach, they are really starting to trend in the right direction since losing to South Dearborn in the Rivertown Classic. They've gone 7-4, and four, like you said. They've won two in a row over the, the last weekend. They beat Milan, a team that beat South Dearborn handedly last Saturday, and they also got a win over Rising Sun. And I do want to talk about that Rising Sun win because uh, Coach Scalp took over the reins with Cutter out on quarantine, and then Logan steps up big and scores 10 points in that game. That was quite a moment. Oh, it, it was neat to see. And, you know, Coach Scalp, who's, who's been a uh, – you know, a longtime coach at Lawrenceburg under Coach John Blackwell, and even before that, involved with the girls' program. But uh, trust me, I, I'm sure Coach Scalf didn't want that call when Coach Cutter called and said, "Hey, bud, you know, by the way, uh, I'm quarantined now, and you got to take over the ship." And you know, sometimes, and Coach Scalf has been on that, been in that role of a head coach before, so he kind of knows the logistics and how to go about things. But also give Coach Cutter credit his staff, being able to put a game plan together, being able to adjust, even with Coach Scout coming in, again, that was a weather week. Mm-hmm. So they were on limited practice, a limited time. But to your point, Logan Scout comes out, and he has six of the first nine points, and they take him off the floor. And I'm like, why are we taking the leading scorer off the floor? <laughs> but, you know, give Logan credit. He's, he's a program guy. He's stuck with it, you know, before three years of J.B., and, and I don't know how much we'll see him tonight, but if, if Coach Cutter, which I know he did, watched that film, it, it, you'd be hard not to put him out there tonight to see if he could knock down a shot or two. So looking forward to seeing that. And then when you start looking at their guys, Garrett Hume comes in the contest, 10.6, Daya Patel, 10.7. And then you have, you know, Ashton Craig and Jackson Bobo, they're coming in both averaging about eight points per game. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of spread out when you start. They don't have that, like, Garrett Yoon guy last year who's going to get you 25 a night. It's more balanced than when you watch Lawrenceburg play. That's what you see on the floor as well. Yeah, and they've uh, been very good defensively at times this year as well, um, being cohesive on that end of the floor. But uh, Tigers turning their attention to South Dearborn tonight. Perhaps uh, revenge on the mind, uh, for a lack of a better term. I don't. I doubt Coach Cutter's calling it a revenge game. But uh, anyways, you don't want to lose to South Dearborn twice in a season. Tigers shot kind of poorly in that first-round matchup at the Rivertown, specifically from the free-throw line, and didn't guard the three-point line particularly well. I'm sure those are going to be some big keys for Coach Cutter's team tonight. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think since if you looked at that 11-game stretch that we talked about where they had, where Lawrenceburg has been able to win seven, the one area that they've really focused on is getting better defensively. You know, Lawrenceburg's, uh, they're giving up 52 points per game. But that was, a lot of that was due to early on in the season. They've been able to hold some te- some good basketball teams down. You go back to the South Ripley game, and they're averaging close to 80 or yeah, whatever it is. 47 they scored that game. Yeah, so <laughs> you look at where, how has Lawrenceburg flipped this script, and it's, there's no doubt they've gotten better on the defensive end. So revenge, whatever we want to call it, 
it's Lawrenceburg South Durban, and it's a game you definitely don't want to lose. All right, let's uh, take a look at the home team as well, South Dearborn, eight and ten coming into tonight. Um, they haven't been playing well as of late. They have hit kind of a rough stretch in their schedule. Played a lot of good teams, but since winning that Rivertown Classic, just two and seven, as you alluded to, and uh, part of that is the schedule, but uh, part of that is they haven't been playing as good on the defensive end of the uh, before here in recent memory. Yeah, and when you go back to their beginning of the schedule, they were putting up a lot of points, getting up and down the floor, and for whatever reason right now, shots just don't seem to be falling, and they are giving up more points here lately. And, you know, the thing that I've noticed as I've watched uh, Coach Colston, you know, games a few times on whatever channel it may be or Rivertown listening or even just watching in film, he might be at that point where he's still trying to put in his system a little bit, some new wrinkles and just learning the kids. But it's up and down. This year has been just crazy. And when you think of COVID and you think of the weather, that might be one of the reasons too, Travis, just getting in that rhythm. And and then we know, as we tell people all the time, winning, all right, winning is fun and you do all that. And But the winning's contagious, but so, also is losing. And when you hit that rough stretch, sometimes it's just hard to get out of that funk. But I know this. Coach will have his team ready tonight, and the Knights will be ready to play. Absolutely. Uh, Four-game losing streak for South Dearborn. Really good teams. Beachwood, Batesville, South Ripley, and Milan, uh, the four teams that they've lost to. And they've given up 77, 61, 72, and 66 in those games. Coach Colson will have his boys ready to play on the defensive end tonight. That is for sure. And I think another key for South Dearborn is getting off to a faster start. I was here last Friday to cover that South Ripley game. In the blink of an eye, they were down 22-8. to can't have something like that happen tonight because then the doubt starts creeping in your mind. There's no doubt. And when you look at South Durban, they might play a, a few more guys than what Lawrenceburg wants to play. So when you start thinking about what the tempo of the game is going to look like, I think if you're South Durban, do you try to push that tempo and try to get into Lawrenceburg's bench and see how they'll react to that? But I think Coach Cutter will try to slow it down understanding the week that he's had, uh, you know, and a lot of tough games as well, but try to keep the legs underneath those guys till later on in the game. But as you said, if South Durban could get out and start shooting the ball really well, Tigers could be in for uh, a long night if, they, if the Knights catch fire. All right, well, we're going to step aside for a short break. When we come back, we're going to hear from South Dearborn head coach Matthew Colson. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 2021 is here, and so is the all-new F-150 at Hag Ford. The new year is the perfect time to drive home one of the most advanced trucks on the market from your ultimate truck destination. Whether it's a new F-150, Ranger, or Super Duty, Hag Ford has you covered. New or used, we are here to put you in the truck you have been looking for. Visit HagFordSales.com to find your new truck today. Hag Ford, we are the difference. I think it's time I upgraded my car. I think it's time you catch the spirit. Huh? Community Spirit Credit Union has auto loan rates as low as 2.9 for new and 3.9 for pre-owned. I didn't know I could join a credit union. If you live or work in Dearborn, Ripley, Ohio, or Switzerland County, you can join right now. I think it's time to catch the spirit. Learn more and apply for your loan online at communityspiritcu.org. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Community Spirit Credit Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 
This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by South Dearborn head coach Matthew Colston coming into tonight's game 8-10. and 10. Last weekend uh, didn't go your guys' way, dropping a couple games to South Ripley and Milan. And it's kind of been a, a weird week with weather and stuff. Uh, how do you kind of improve on some of the things from uh, last weekend? Well, we did get to practice some this week, so that was good. And we, we just got to keep you know, chipping away at stuff and trying to develop the habits we want to develop. Uh, comes in and goes out right now with our kids, and we just need repetition as much as we can. What are a couple things you've been focusing on here lately that your team needs to get better at in the home stretch of this regular season? Just mental concentration. Just focusing on what we're supposed to do on the floor. Uh, you know, I thought earlier in the year we were doing, we were kind of doing what we wanted, needed to do. We just made mistakes doing it. Uh, right now, we, you know, times we go in and out of that. Uh, so we just, we need to concentrate on stuff. We need to focus on what we're supposed to do. And like everything, take care of the ball, rebound, defend, and, and that's the whole game, really. Yeah, that was, uh, defensively, that was one thing that kind of stood out to me over the past four games. <laughs> Giving up more points than you would like to see. So uh, what are some of the adjustments you'd like to see on the defensive side of the ball? Well, one thing that will help us defensively a lot is making some shots. Uh, that's really the thing that's affected our defense. But again, you know, our kids can't let one end affect the other, and they are. But we're constantly in transition uh, because we've shot poorly, and we still turn the ball over more than we probably need to turn it over. So I think that's probably affected our bad end of the floor more than anything else, but just staying consistent with our habits. Uh, you know, we were taking charges when people would put the ball on the floor, and we were in the right spots on stuff, and just with the last few games, we just haven't been, and, and we need to make sure that we're we're cognizant of that, and we're, we're in that groove tonight. And uh, you played Lawrenceburg earlier this season at the Rivertown Classic. It was a 51-44 win for your club. Um, you know they're going to be coming in, um, you know, maybe a little revenge on the mind, so what have you told your kids about the challenge tonight? So just think about themselves. Just play. Do what they're supposed to do and what they're capable of doing. And, and if we take care of ourselves, everything else will fall in place. But that's what we got to worry about is we got to worry about how we're playing uh, first and foremost. And uh, looking at the Warrensburg Tigers, I know this is a new game against them. Um, probably going to be played much different than the first time around. What are a couple things you want to see uh, your kids take away from Warrensburg? Well, obviously we've got to do a good job inside. They've got a lot of size on them, you know, 6'8", 6'5", and even their guards are big guards. We've got to block out. Uh, that's that's a key thing, and we just feel we got to be cognizant of where the post kids are at, and make sure we've got backside help, and we've got to have good ball pressure to keep the ball from getting inside. All right, well, uh, good luck tonight. The rest of the season, and with the sectional draw this weekend. Thank you, appreciate it. All right, that is head coach Matthew Colston of the South Dearborn Knights. When we come back, we'll hear from Lawrenceburg headman Brad Cutter at high school basketball in Eagle Country ninety nine three and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's not always easy to know what it takes for young people to feel empowered. Sometimes young people doubt themselves or don't feel valued despite the good intentions from caring adults. Communicate with them. Open and honestly about relationships, politics, religion, and other serious issues. Our youth need to know that their questions and concerns are valid and important. Find out more about developmental assets at DearbornCountyCasa.com. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 
this is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by Lawrenceburg head coach Brad Cutter coming into tonight. Ten and nine. Tigers are starting to play uh, some better basketball after maybe a little downstretch in the middle of the season. Coming off two good wins last weekend, but um, you're just kind of getting welcome back to the team. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, we, we have played better as a team since we felt like a river town. Um, we spent, you know, all first half of the season kind of figuring out our identity and so yeah we've played well um our kids are kind of in a groove um and as you said it's kind of been a weird last couple weeks we've had about four practices in two weeks one game um and it's been weird because i've been out of practice with quarantine issues myself last week so we're just looking back to you know getting into a normal routine it's going to be what's best for us so we're looking forward to that yeah no last weekend coach scouse took over on senior night and logan actually had a really nice game with 10 points really cool story uh, touch on that just briefly yeah and that's what i i told coach scalf on friday night before a game i said i know it was unplanned um but it's unique that he did get to coach his son on senior night and they came out with a win and logan played really well and you know the thing is is people read the story about it and see that he scored 10 points and might be shocked but you know when you watch a kid practice every day um you watch a kid put in time for four years um he's capable of shooting the way he shot you know he just he got his moment and we were happy he took it and um you know you never know we always talk about you know next man up and you don't know when your number is going to be called and he's he's been ready all year long um and that's the thing you're glad to see situations like that come out for good kids Absolutely, and uh, looking to tonight, playing South Dearborn, you're getting a second shot at them. I know the first matchup didn't go the way you wanted it to. Uh, your team didn't really shoot great against South Dearborn in the Rivertown Classic, particularly from the free throw line. Is that uh, something you've talked to your kids about coming into tonight? Yeah, I mean, obviously we were disappointed, as you said, um, in our effort, especially the third quarter. You know, we, that's kind of stuck with us all year long, and we've used it every day in practice. You know, it's just basically being consistent for 32 minutes. Um, the free throw thing is still not where we want to be. Um, you know, and I think uh, one of the issues we've got is, you know, it just we get to the line enough, we just got to capitalize on being a higher percentage. Um, you know, so we just try to stay positive with them. We want to get there, and as long as we're getting there, the free throws will come. It's a mentality thing. Um, but, yeah, we just we, we got to bounce back and play well tonight. Um, you know, you can't. We talked to him about not having any excuses. You know, nobody cares that we've only practiced four days in the last two weeks. you, you got to show up and play. Um, and so we're just lucky that we have the opportunity to play, um, and we're looking forward to that. And uh, this could be a big momentum game for uh, either team. We're getting down to the uh, last few games of the regular season. Uh, it's a positioning game in the EIAC, rivalry game, bragging rights, momentum going to sectional, all that good stuff. So uh, what can a win tonight against South Dearborn do for your team here at the end of the regular season? Well, when you get to these last two weeks, you obviously want to be – you know, kind of rolling into the sectional draw and, you know, being playing well and peaking and, and doing the things well that you've worked on all season. So, um, you know, obviously our kids have a lot on the line tonight for us. We want to win this game because of what happened in, in January. Um, but at the same time, we just need to play well. Uh, we got to play well going into Connorsville tomorrow night. It's a tough road game for us. Um, it's a tough place to play. It's a tough team to play. And, you know, then we turn around and have another conference game Tuesday night and then host Oldenburg on Thursday. So we just need to continue to do the things we've been doing um, and do it well and continue to take the steps in the right direction and Lawrenceburg basketball will be fun. All right, and a couple keys to victory tonight against South Dearborn. Um, we got to make sure we contest their shots. Um, we can't let them get any rhythm threes. 
Um, and then basically we just have to make sure we finish our shots. Um, we think we like our chances on the offensive end. We think we're patient, take good shots, and um, we defend them on the three-point line. We think we'll come out successful. All right. Well, uh, good luck tonight, the rest of the season, and with the sectional draw over the weekend. Yeah, hopefully that turns out well, too. We'll see how that goes. Talk to me in about 48 hours. <laughs> All right. That's Coach Scudder of the Lawrenceburg Tigers. When we come back, we will have tip-off Tigers and Knights on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed internet service now available in the Lawrenceburg area. Residential or commercial, compare and save. Call 812-532-3525 today to set your installation appointment for Lawrenceburg high-speed fiber internet service. Installation fees now waived for limited time. Questions about high-speed internet service? Visit thinklawrenceburg.com to find out more. Or call 812-532-3525 and get high-speed answers. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Just a couple moments away from tip-off here at South Dearborn High School as the Knights welcome again their primary rival, the Lawrenceburg Tigers. Let's take a look at our starting lineups to live, brought to you by CASA. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com for the visiting Lawrenceburg Tigers in the backcourt. Six-foot junior guard, number two, Garrett Yoon. Six-two junior, number 11, Daya Patel. And six-two senior, number 15, Reese Denning. In the frontcourt, six-eight junior, number 33, Jackson Bobo. And a six-six junior, number 13, Ashton Craig. For the home South Dearborn Knights in the backcourt, 5'9", senior guard, number three, Toby Tiki. 6'1", junior guard, number 11, Eli Hoffman. And six-foot senior guard, number 12, Clinton Stevens. And in the front court, the Willoughby brothers, 6'2", sophomore, number 23, Ryan. And 6'3", junior, number 24, Reese Willoughby. That, are, that is your starting line of the lib, brought to you by CASA. Coach, how about a look at our Hag Ford keys to the game? Well, we're going to take a look at them, Travis. If I can see them, I feel like I'm in downtown Chicago in the 90s with the Bulls waiting for Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen to come well, out right, here. They got the spotlight out Wow. There. All right, a little atmosphere. I love it. Uh, your Hag Ford keys to the game. Uh, my first key, Travis, is I think which team's role player is going to have the most impact. I think the bench and a lot of those guys, so that leaves that open for a lot of the role guys and the bench players. The free throw battle, that was something early on in that Rivertown. And, you know, as you look at the percentages in that, so moving forward with the free throw battle. And then the last one that I selected was tempo. I think SP wants to play a little faster, LHS slow. But then I think, keep this in mind, I think the first team to 55 wins. That's high four keys of the game. Probably uh, pretty spot on there. Thank you for the high four keys of the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagfordSales.com. Getting set to tip it up. Reese Willoughby and Jackson Bobo will jump it up for the first possession of the game. And Jackson with the false start there. So we'll try again. South Dearborn in the home white. Larksburg in the road black. And Reese Willoughby wins the tip. Toby Tiki 
We'll bring it up for the Knights, guarded by Daya Patel. Initiates the offense, top of the key to Eli Hoffman, swings it to Stevens. Now Reese Willoughby, it's the brother Ryan. Eli Hoffman, open three as he got a switch onto Ashton Craig, and Ashton didn't close out. Yeah, and just an open offense there for SD, just spreading the floor, and Lawrenceburg likes to switch sometimes, so sometimes you're going to get those mismatches. Good start from Coach Colson's Knights, who have uh, gotten off to some shaky starts offensively here in this four-game losing streak. Nice cut from Daya Patel, who received a nice handoff pass from Ashton Craig, but Knights get the rebound off that missed layup and leak out. Ryan Willoughby, floater, no good off the front rim. Reese Denning with the rebound. Gets it to Daya Patel, who brings it across the timeline. Tigers going right to left on your dial towards the South Dearborn Band, who their seniors were honored in between the JV and varsity game, and there's a foul on Tiki, who was guarding the much taller Jackson Bobo. Yeah, and sometimes Coach might point this out, and you got Toby Tiki guarding Jackson Bobo, who's 16 feet away from the basket with his back to the basket. No reason to worry, to worry about that. Let him catch it play good defense. Denning just gets it in off the baseline out of bounds. Bobo rises up, looked like he was going to try to jam it. And a charge is called as Ryan Willoughby sticks his nose right in front of Jackson. Now I know, done. And I know one of the, the points of emphasis for Coach Cutter was for Lawrenceburg to attack the basket. He must have got that message across yesterday <laughs> in practice because, wow, Jackson Bobo just attacked it and was going to go up and rise up and try to flush it. Yeah, he was looking for the poster on uh, Ryan Willoughby, but Ryan takes the charge and Took some courage to do so. Definitely. A nice play and a play that should get uh, the Knights uh, some excitement and a little more momentum here early. And Coach Colson even talked about how his team was taking charges early in the season in that in those pregame comments. So um, good energy thus far for South Dearborn as Eli Hoffman gets to the rim and is fouled by Bobo. That's going to be two quick ones on Jackson, and he's likely going to have to come out of the game. Yeah, we're uh, almost a minute and a half in, Travis, and two fouls by the Tiger starter, Jackson Bobo, who, uh, you know, as you follow the Tigers throughout the season, he's been able to stay in games and stay out of foul trouble. So this is kind of a unique territory for Lawrenceburg playing without him this early due to fouls. That's been one of his biggest improvements this year is uh, learning to play without fouling, specifically on the defensive end, not trying to block every single shot. But, yep, picked up those uh, two quick ones, and Eli Hoffman, has five quick points, a three-point basket, and two made free throws. So the Knights lead at five to nothing. Almost two gone here in the first quarter. Driving kick from Yoon to Bird in the corner, who checked in for Bobo. They swing it around to Patel. Jab step on Stevens. Nothing there. Dribbles it back top of the key. Crossover dribble. I Patel. Dangerous pass to Garrett Yoon, who drives the baseline and has it knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with Lawrenceburg. And right now, South Durban's defense is really solid. Good help in the paint, helping on the big guys, and just really making it hard on Lawrenceburg's guards to see into the post. This little zone defense on the baseline out of bounds. You, you know, I, I, we'll have to take a look at this, the next possession down, Travis. It almost looks like a triangle in two. I, I can't tell for sure yet, but... It looked a little unique there, the way they were lined up. So maybe we'll see that next possession. Turnover there from Lawrenceburg. So South Dearborn off to a really good start. I know they have a sour taste in their mouth, losing four straight. Those two games they lost last weekend were by double digits. Reese Willoughby 
Looking to drive the baseline, cut off by Patel. Back top of the key to Tiki, swings it around to Stevens. Now Ryan will be with it here on the near side. Skip past to Tiki. Good close out from Denning, but they can't leave Stevens in the corner, and that three rattles in and out. Adam Bird with the rebound for the Tigers and nearly threw it away. Patel, great receiver, goes up and catches that one. <laughs> yeah, the Tigers really dodged the bullet right there, Travis, with leaving uh, Quentin Stevens in the corner. He can definitely knock those down, and the Tigers are very aware of that. Good defense from Ryan Willoughby, who stopped the dribble drive from Patel. Yoon gets room for an open three, and that's nothing but net. Good shot from Garrett Yoon to get the Tigers on the board. Just a good possession there by the Tigers, you know, spreading the floor out, moving the ball, and driving and able to find a shooter in the corner. Nice playmaking ability from Adam Bird with the drive and kick. South Dearborn with the 5-3 lead, 440 left in the first quarter. Eli Hoffman with it. He's got all five. Guarded by Craig. A little bit of a mismatch. Craig kind of no man's land out there at the three-point line. And right now with what South Dearborn has on the floor, everybody Craig guards is going to be a mismatch. And Craig loses Clinton Stevens, who knocks down a three-point basket. 8-3, South Dearborn with the early lead. And with all the switching Lawrenceburg is going to do, you just got to you're constantly running personnel through your mind, so you got to know who the shooters are, and Quentin Stevens is definitely one that can knock them down. No shooters for South Dearborn. Getting open on some back screen action. As a three-standing drive to the baseline, no good. Back door cut from Stevens. Reverse layup up and in. South Dearborn off to an excellent start. The Tigers are going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll take one with them. It's high school basketball in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, Dearborn County. COVID-19 case counts continue to rise all around us. An uptake in testing and a noticeable increase in positive cases could be indicative of a potential spike in our area. As you continue to gather with friends and family, please encourage those around you to practice social distancing and wear a mask. Consider outdoor events and activities. If you experience headache, sore throat, body aches, fatigue, or a loss of taste or smell, note that these could be symptoms of COVID-19. If feeling ill, please do not go to work, visit public places, or be near others. To determine your status get tested through your primary care provider or at our local optum testing site this message is a service of the dearborn county health department great start for the south dearborn knights leading lawrenceburg 10 to 3 with under four to play in the first quarter tigers possession out of the 30 second timeout denning finds patel on the curl cut and he has that ball knocked away another turnover for the tigers tiki brings it across the timeline Spin dribble on Patel. Bounce pass into Reese Willoughby. Contested by Denning. Tigers get the rebound. Patel weaves in and out of some defenders. Gets it to Denning, who throws up a little floater in the lane. Nicely done by Reese Denning, his first basket of the contest. And, and Reese Denning's been one of those kids, Travis, that's been up and down starting. But every time he comes in the game, his points per production and what he does when he's in there is very impressive. <laughs> Tigers definitely are more a threat to win a ball game when uh, Reese adds in some production along with the uh, familiar names like Yoon and Patel and Craig and Bobo. But with Bobo out with those two fouls, Coach, Reese might have to pick it up a little bit more on the offensive side. Yeah, I would look for his minutes to definitely go up tonight, uh, maybe until uh, they get to late in the second quarter or definitely the third with Jackson Bobo with those two early ones. Craig, another switch out onto a shooter. Reese Willoughby misses that three. Dell gets it across the timeline and is trapped and drug his pivot foot. That's going to be a travel 
So we've got three turnovers now for the Tigers as Isaiah Jefferson is going to check in for his first action. Somebody's got to come out. It'll be Tiki. It'd be nice to play with them. Oh, definitely. Three turnovers is what I have the Tigers for as of right now, too, Travis. So, uh, you know, 10 to 5, South Denver leads with three turnovers. Uh, you can't have missed possessions if you're the Tigers. Looking for Hoffman on the baseline. Nothing there. A lot of back screens and popping out for a potential three-point baskets. You can see what the Knights want to do offensively. They've been pretty good scoring in the paint this year as well. They average about 25, 26 points in the paint per game. And they average about 23-point shots attempts a game. So, Hoffman, switch out on Craig. Passes it right to Reese Willoughby. Spin dribble, nothing there. Finds Ryan Willoughby on the back door cut. And I think he was fouled on the floor. See who that was on. Be on Adam Bird. His first, team's third. Yeah, right now, South Durban's offense, Double T, just really in sync, moving well. And when they get a flash from driving to the paint, guys are backdooring, just really in pattern right now and in sync. Baseline out of bounds. Get it into Hoffman on the wing, guarded by Denning. Gets around Denning, but good contest again. Reese has um, altered a couple shots so far. Yoon got the rebound, skips it ahead to Patel. Finds Denning open three. No good there. Tiki with the rebound on the backside. He'll bring it across for South Dearborn. Top of the key, Reese Willoughby swings it left to Stevens. He's already knocked down a three. Tiki with it now, top of the key, guarded by Patel. First touch for Jefferson, hot potato, swinging around to the left. Reese Willoughby with it. Tries to take Craig off the dribble. Ashton does a good job cutting him off. Skip to Stevens. Good closeout from Patel. Nearly threw it away to Hoffman. A lot of passes. This is a lot of passes. A good possession here. If you're South German, 10-5. They lead, and the clock's under a minute. Willoughby. Fadeaway jumper over Craig on the baseline. Don't know how he got that one to go, but what a shot by Reese Willoughby. That was an awesome possession if you're a South Dearborn fan, working the clock. And then, obviously, Reese Willoughby, a nice turnaround jumper from the baseline about 16 feet away from the basket. Ewing guarded by Tiki here on the near side. Pull up three. No good, and they're going to get Craig for it over the back. And Stevens did a good job of boxing him out. Yeah, and you know, Ashton's good for one or two of those a game, and I know Coach Cutter's tried to address that with him, like, hey, you got to be smart, no dumb fouls. That one was really obvious. <laughs> so fourth team foul against the Tigers. They trail seven points with 20 seconds left in the first quarter. South Dearborn appears like they will get the last shot of the quarter, which they have largely dominated. Tiki with it out front, hounded by Patel. Dribbles to his right. Looking for Stevens coming top of the key. Bird's there on the catch. Flare screen for Hoffman. Misses the three. And the ball goes out of bounds as time expires. But a good first quarter for the Knights. They lead Larksburg 12-5. We're back after this. High school basketball on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Ugh, my stomach. Don't worry. I've got you covered. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. What's that? It's Pepto-Bismol chews. Pepto-Bismol's in a chew? Yeah, they taste great and provide fast relief. And you can always have Pepto-Bismol handy. Ooh, let me try it. 
Try Pepto-Bismol Chews for fast relief. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Inspiration is amazing. It can turn this into this. Put it all together, and you get something special. Views is putting it all together with a special price. 99 cents for a Views Alto Power Unit. Available in-store and at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. 99 cents plus tax. Parts sold separately. Website restricted. Age 21 and over. Tobacco consumers. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to South Dearborn High School alongside the coach, Ryan Kaniga. I'm Double T Travis there. Rivalry game on hand here tonight as the Knights lead Lawrenceburg 12-5 at the end of the first quarter. Tigers will get the first possession of the second. Looking to find some rhythm offensively here, coach. Yeah, no doubt. Lawrenceburg definitely needs to get that going. They need to take care of the ball. And, and right now, South Dearborn's just really putting a lot of pressure on the perimeter, switching everything and making it hard. Goon open three and a friendly bounce as Garrett knocks down his second three. Big shot there to open up the quarter. Shooter's touch and a nice possession there, a dribble drive kick, and just a good look for Lawrenceburg there and a good way to start the second quarter if you're a Lawrenceburg fan. Yeah, one of the South Dearborn defenders fell down on that last possession, giving you the room to hit that corner three. Tiki dribbles. Top of the key. Now Reese Willoughby swings it over to Jefferson. He'll take the open three. And that is no good, but Reese Willoughby wrestles the rebound away from Adam Bird and then was fouled. Isaiah Jefferson rising up and getting his first shot attempt of the evening. And just uh, not a bad miss, but a miss that may have caught Adam Bird off off a guard a little bit. Took a unique bounce and ended up in the hands of a South Durban player. Bird with two fouls has to sit down. Five team fouls for the Tigers. That call was on the floor, so they did catch a little bit of a break. As Willoughby throws up a wild shot underneath over Craig. Patel with the rebound. Tigers look to close in on this four-point deficit. As Ryan Willoughby does a good job of pounding Dia Patel, who's had trouble getting to the basket. That's kind of his game, Coach. Yes, it definitely is. And as I said, I think the guys that South Durban have on the floor right now when you start going down their roster with an Eli Hoffman or Reese Willoughby, Ryan, they are really playing good defense and focusing on Lawrenceburg's, you know, big three, Dia Garrett and, and Ashton. I know Garrett has two threes, but they're definitely making a cautious effort to, to take away Dia Patel. Very active hand so far for South Dearborn defensively as Eli Hoffman picked up a reach-in foul. Garrett Yoon open three, top of the key. Off the back iron, Dia Patel gets the rebound. Picks up his dribble. It's the Logan Rohrer who just checked in. He swings it around to Denning, who also misses a three. So, 0 for 2 from behind the three-point line on that possession. South Dearborn with it now. Reese Willoughby, guarded by Dia Patel, dumps it into the block. Jefferson, he kicks it back out to Tiki, and South Dearborn's going to reset. Might be getting together for a set play here. Yeah, I think we're going to see something here, a little diagonal screen looking to get it inside. Trying to find Jefferson. They get it to him. He's guarded by Patel, and he just kind of powers in against Dia and draws a foul. So Isaiah Jefferson going to go to the line. 
Yeah, they were letting them play there, you know, when the ball was on the floor and Isaiah Jefferson was trying to drop step and, and get through uh, Daya Patel. But as uh, Isaiah went up to drop step and score there, just uh, Daya Patel hitting him on the arm on the way up. And that first free throw is missed from Isaiah Jefferson, who shoots around 73%. I think he's the leading free throw shooter for the night, as a matter of fact, percent-wise. He and Eli Hoffman are among the best on the team as Jefferson splits the pair. And I tell you what, Isaiah coming back to South Dearborn uh, gives, gave this team a huge boost, continues to give this team a huge boost, especially in the talent department. As, uh, he has been coming off the bench here as of late. It's a pretty good player to be coming in as your sixth man. As Logan Rohrer, hounded by Ryan Willoughby, almost a five-second call, was able to get it to Denning. Who finds his way into the paint? No good. Stevens gets the rebound. Couple good looks so far for Reese on those floaters. He's one of three. And you know the the guys that South there has on the floor. We've talked about them. Just one through five. Travis, very athletic and, and play really good defense. Can guard everybody on the floor. Near turnover there as Jefferson was throwing the ball from the baseline back out to the left wing, and Ty Patel knocked that ball out of bounds. Tiki checks out. Ryan Willoughby back in. Hoffman, the Willoughbys, Stevens, and Jefferson for South Dearborn. Yoon, Bobo, Craig, Rohrer, and Patel for Lawrenceburg. South Dearborn leads it by five. Jefferson coming top of the key. Three over Ashton Craig. High archer, and Jefferson gets it to go. And as you said, Travis, so far Isaiah Jefferson four points since coming off the bench with that three and then splitting the pair of free throws. Eight-point lead now for South Dearborn. Lawrenceburg's only had two young men score here tonight. Garrett Yoon and Reese Denning got a a timeout from Coach Cutter. That's going to be a full timeout. We will take a break with them. South Dearborn leads it 16-8 with 4.41 left in the second quarter of high school basketball on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. I feel like I can have more of a personable connection with my teacher and they're able to help me one-on-one a little bit more. They prepare me in every aspect, finding a job, getting my education, and letting me see what it's like in the real world. I'm Claire and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn. A man and his wife entered a pet store and were looking around at the various pets there. As they passed a parrot sitting in a cage, they were shocked to hear the parrot say, You're fat and your wife's ugly. What? Yep, you're fat and your wife is ugly. They complained to the pet store owner who promptly went over to the cage, took the parrot out of it, slapped him a couple times and said, don't ever say that again. After a while, the couple walked by the parrot cage a second time, and this time the parrot said, I'm not allowed to say it, but you know what I'm thinking. Oh, if people only knew what we were thinking, it probably wouldn't be a good thing. We might get slapped ourselves. Let's be kind to each other. Let's speak kindly to each other. Jesus can redeem our mouth and our heart. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn, brought to you daily by Steve's VP and Sunoco and Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org. Hey, it's... No, out of the timeout, Jackson Bobo travels with it, so the fourth turnover for Lawrenceburg as they continue to trail down eight points about halfway through the second quarter. South Dearborn's defense has been really good so far here, Coach. 
yeah, stifling. They just they're in gaps. They're just playing really good help side and pressure on our the Lawrenceburg guards. And and Lawrenceburg switching it up here as we're talking about defense. It's kind of like a little two three here. Maybe to keep Bobo out of further foul trouble, perhaps. Um, he is in there with two, and he left his man in the corner. Stevens got a good look, and then the rebound goes off Aurora's hand, so it'll stay with South Dearborn. Three for seven from downtown so far for South Dearborn. They can certainly make you pay as Rohrer picks off the inbound pass and rises up and makes it and one. Great play there all around from Logan Rohrer. And, Coach, we were sitting here watching the JV game, and, um, you know, he was very aggressive in that game, and we said, hey, needs to start playing a little bit more like that in the varsity game, and there's a glimpse. There's no doubt Logan Rohrer has a lot of athletic ability and a very good basketball player, a South Poler. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, definitely has the potential to be a good player and can score if he gets going. But just an unforced turnover by the Knights there. That was a side out of bounds play. And they just literally threw the ball to Logan Rohr, which I'm sure Coach won't be happy about that one. Did miss the free throw, but cuts into the South Dearborn lead, which is now six with three and a half left. Playing against this 2-3 zone. And just skipping it around the perimeter. As Willoughby traveled with it along the baseline, so another one of those unforced turnovers. Give the Tigers a couple extra possessions. And right now, I don't know what you have for turnovers for the Knights, Travis. I think I have three. Three. But I could be one off, but I, I have that as three, which I guess almost for two quarters of play is not bad. No, not at all. Roar driving kick to Craig, top of the key. Swings it right to Bobo. Lines Yoon who hands it off to Jackson, and a blocking foul. Bobo was going towards the basket. And yeah, kind of a little, uh, you know, give and go. Garrett Yoon caught it in the high post, and a nice cut by Jackson. It was kind of like the old belly slant that the Tigers used to run, kind of a give and go handoff with Jackson going to the basket. Here's this baseline out of bounds again, and Lawrenceburg's really been relegated to just kind of getting it in as Bobo, bad pass into the post, trying to find Craig. And, and Ashton Craig was opened early in the possession there once the ball got in, but Lawrenceburg just not missing him. And then they decide to throw when he wasn't open. So another turnover for the Tigers, Travis, and I have them at seven right now. I don't know. Again, that's unofficial, but that's what I have them for. So we've got a foul on Daya Patel. That is his second, so... Three different Tigers facing some foul trouble here in the first half. Patel, Bird, and Bobo with two apiece, 17 fouls. That's going to send Ryan Willoughby to the line. He shoots 62%. One-and-one opportunity here for the sophomore. And that is up and good. Nothing but net. Four or five so far from the line for the night. Yeah, and Coach Cutter was looking at some zone, maybe as you mentioned, to keep some guys out of foul trouble. Now, he may not have an option but to ride the zone out for the next two minutes and 48 seconds here in the second. South Dearborn increases their lead back up to eight. I believe that has been the largest lead of the contest. Under three to play in the first half. Tigers still looking to get some of their star players involved. Scoring the ball, Daya Patel, Ashton Craig. Among them, Daya gets an open three, no good. And Jefferson, nice job, team rebounding from South Dearborn. 
Nearly threw it away on the other end. Now Tiki's going to reset up top. Tigers going back to a man-to-man defense. Yeah, and South Durban's going to get into their kind of five-out motion screen, backdoor cuts, baseline screen, and guys on the floor right now for Lawrence, but just got to be really careful. Reese Willoughby tried to pull up for three there, airballs it. Rebound goes to Yoon. Tigers get the ball off the floor quick. Uh, South Dearborn recovers, and a good post position from Craig. And I'm not sure about that call as Bobo was basically just picking the ball up off the ground and put it up and in. They said he maybe went down to a knee and then came up to his feet and I did travel. Yeah, I did not see that one. And uh, as you talked about, Bobo just picking the ball up while it was loose on the floor and went up and scored and no clue where that call came from. Now, so. I think his knee might have hit the floor, but well, his feet were still planted. So I don't know that you can call a travel on that. Uh, or at the very least, they probably need to look at that rule because it's always been kind of confusing anyways. But no harm, no fouls. The Tigers uh, get a stop on the other end. Patel drives in, a lot of contact, puts it up and in with the left hand. Maybe yeah, could have been an and one. Uh, well, in that or a charge. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's the same <laughs> official that just called the travel. So maybe he felt he owed Larsberg a call there because nice job by the South Durban defender to step in and t- try to take that. Good job from Yoon to cut off the baseline. Deep three from Jefferson, and he rattles that one home. And he's pumped up about it. He should be. And as we talked about him coming off the bench right now with seven points leading all night scorers. Guy Patel gets into the paint again and scores over Eli Hoffman. Good reverse dribble. Guy Patel showing off his skills. Tigers still trail by seven. And Travis Dias went into some of this funk that we see, like, gets going in spurts, zero points, and then all of a sudden the last four. So going to need to help the Tigers out there with that. Logan Rohrer all over Tiki. Now Jefferson with it, 20 seconds left in the half. Eli Hoffman with it. I think they might play a little iso here against Ashton Craig. Molson's trying to get his players to spread the floor. I think Eli's going to take this last shot. Well, Eli's not going to get around Ashton. He might be able to shoot back, but yeah, he did Ashton get around. Craig's not going to let him go around him. Stevens from the free throw line got a decent look at it, but misses it. South Dearborn will take a seven-point lead into the locker room, 21-14. The Knights lead it over the Tigers. We'll be back to analyze this first half on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. You're listening to High School Basketball on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Trust Wardway Fuels to fill your propane and heating oil needs so you can feel warm and comfortable all year long. With automatic delivery service, you can have peace of mind knowing your propane and oil supply are safe and sufficient. Wardway Fuels has been family-owned and operated since 1981 with low prices and fast, friendly service. Experts on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane, too. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long. Visit wardway.com. OrthoSensi is the orthopedic authority for the work, sports, and everyday injury needs of my family. Whether a serious soccer injury or a chronic bad back, OrthoSensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine will provide expert care. Plus, OrthoSensi is located in Lawrenceburg and throughout the tri-state, so appointments are easy to schedule. OrthoSensi takes great care of my family. They'll take great care of yours, too. Walk-ins are welcome or make your appointment at orthosensi.com. That's ortho, C-I-N-C-Y.com. 2021. 
2021 is here, and so is the all-new F-150 at Hag Ford. The new year is the perfect time to drive home one of the most advanced trucks on the market from your ultimate truck destination. Whether it's a new F-150, Ranger, or Super Duty, Hag Ford has you covered. New or used, we are here to put you in the truck you have been looking for. Visit HagFordSales.com to find your new truck today. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hello, I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. It has been my pleasure to provide quality orthopedic care to southeastern Indiana families for the last 15 years. If you're experiencing pain or sustain an injury, my team and I will create a plan to get you back safely to the things you love to do. Call today at 513-354-3700 or you can schedule an appointment yourself online at beaconortho.com. At Margaret Mary Health, we believe prevention and early detection are key in the fight against breast cancer. That's why we recommend all women receive mammograms yearly starting at age 40. When it comes to technology, we offer advanced 3D mammography to our patients. If you can't afford a mammogram or your insurance doesn't cover it, financial assistance is available thanks to funding from the Indiana Breast Cancer Awareness Trust. To find out if you qualify, call us at 812 812- 933-5583. On those cold, dark mornings when Old Man Winter and Mother Nature bring their tag team smackdown, there's no feeling worse than when you turn the key and get nothing. Why Water Motor Company in Milan knows you need a vehicle you can trust to fire up and get the kids to school, get you to work, and get everyone home safely. Anywhere, any weather, any season. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. WhitewaterMotorCompany.com. There's still time to take a new step towards your education. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg has classes beginning on March 22nd. Apply now at ivytech.edu and take Take advantage of our local scholarships that only we can offer. We're on campus and ready for you. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business at halftime. South Dearborn leading Lawrenceburg 21 to 14 in this EIAC contest. Right out of the get-go, South Dearborn came out. Coach, uh, I think maybe had a little bit better energy in that first quarter, carried over into the second. They got a seven-point lead. Yeah, no doubt that was one of the things that we had talked about in the pregame about South Dearborn getting a fast start, getting off, shooting the ball well. And they really got going early there, you know, just shooting the ball behind the arc really well. Right now you have South Dearborn who's knocked down four threes. And two of those coming from Isaiah Jefferson off the bench. But there was no doubt just the, the sense of urgency South Dearborn had at the beginning of this game, just playing with much more urgency and energy than the guys that are wearing the orange and black tonight for that first that first half there. You know, uh, the end of the first quarter, they were down 12-5. to 5. Since then, Lawrenceburg played them even. It was 9-9 nine to nine in that second quarter there. But uh, no doubt right now South Dearborn controlling the game and they're able to do everything they want, not only on the offensive side of the floor, but really locking Lawrenceburg down um, with their defense. Absolutely. Uh, let's take a checkup of our Hag Ford keys of the game. Hag Ford keys of the game, the first uh, key was which team's role player would have the most impact. Well, sometimes when you write these things down, Travis, you don't know if they're ever going to come into play. <laughs> but, man, Coach K hit this one right on the, 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 yeah. the head of the nail. 
um, Isaiah Jefferson off the bench, and as I said, leading South Durban with seven points, two threes, and, and, and one free throw. Uh, the free throw battle. South Durban, they've gotten to the line a few more times than Lawrenceburg, and then the tempo. Just no doubt South Durban's controlling that on both ends of the floor. Those right. are your high score keys to the game. Yep, stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today, HagfordSales.com. And in the midst of the Hagford keys to the game, I noticed that Jefferson was the only player that has come off the bench so far for South Dearborn, so they have kind of shortened their rotation, and it is getting to be that time of year where you're getting close to the sectional, and uh, you might not go seven, eight deep. You might only trust six. So uh, we'll see if that continues in the second half. Yeah, there's no doubt, as you talk, just mentioned, when you get to this point in your season, you're definitely starting to shrink that, that uh, playing time of maybe some of the other guys that you were trying to figure out, uh, you know, early on in the season. And that gets cut down, and as you said, he's come off the bench and he's been on fire. So if that's what they're going to, how they're going to play that going down the stretch, as you mentioned, when he came, that's a good guy to have coming off the bench for sure. And uh, before anybody gets too upset about the playing time stuff, uh, late in the season they do it at the college and pro level <laughs> as well, just to let everybody or the know. the pros, they just take off. You know, <laughs> if they don't want to play them late, they just give them the night off. Exactly, and they still get paid. Uh, anyways, uh, let's take a check of the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. As Coach mentioned, for South Dearborn, Isaiah Jefferson leading the way with seven points. Quentin Stevens and Eli Hoffman with five apiece, and the Willoughby brothers combining for four points in that first half. Four and nine from downtown, four South Dearborn, five and six from the free throw line, and we uh, unofficially say three turnovers for South Dearborn. For the Lawrenceburg Tigers, they're led in scoring by Garrett Yoon with six points. Two three-point baskets in that first half. Daya Patel with four points in the second quarter. And Reese Denning and Logan Rohrer with two points apiece. 0 for 1 from the free throw line for the Tigers, not attacking the basket much in that first half. 2 of 7 from downtown and unofficially seven turnovers at your Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. And do you think that we talked about how Coach Cutter said it was going to be a point of emphasis to attack the basket. South Dearborn's done a good job of taking that away. So what can Coach Cutter and his team do in the second half? Well, I think right now one of the things is you got to find a way. Right now, Lawrenceburg's just setting a bunch of down screens. They're not moving really well, which is allowing South Durban to switch that first screen, and it's making it hard to get to the wing. But really, we, Lawrenceburg has to get better movement. And, and the next thing is, Daya Patel has to get going immediately for Lawrenceburg. And then, I mean, Ashton Craig, the dude 6'5", 270, a Division One prospect, and South Durban holds him to zero points in that first half. Yep. So maybe I look to establish a little more inside game with Ashton Craig, get Daya Patel going, and, and then maybe Jackson Bobo can get into a rhythm here, but definitely going to have to look and keep him spread, attack the inside out. And then if Ashton can get going, maybe you get some inside-outside game going for those shooters. And for South Dearborn, you pretty much just got to keep up what you did in the first half. Yeah, I mean, Coach had his guys back out here in five minutes. Not much to say when you play a half like that. and You know, maybe talk about one or two of those lackadaisical turnovers, but I don't even know if I'd want half time to happen if I was a South Durban coach. Let's just keep playing because we don't have a lot to talk about. So let's roll. And at this point, if you're the Tigers, why even uh, take any warm-up shots? We're about a minute away from <laughs> second-half action. We'll be back in about a minute with that second-half action. It's high school basketball on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy. 
over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacists about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsboro and Rising Sun. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed internet service now available in the Lawrenceburg area. Residential or commercial, compare and save. Call 812-532-3525 today to set your installation appointment for Lawrenceburg high-speed fiber internet service. Installation fees now waived for a limited time. Questions about high-speed internet service? Visit thinklawrenceburg.com to find out more. Or call 812-532-3525 and get high-speed answers. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Send a shout-out out to Happy Jack. We know he's probably listening along tonight with this EIAC rivalry game, South Dearborn and Lawrenceburg. Um, you hear Happy Jack alongside myself for a lot of these high school basketball games. Certainly appreciate all his work this year. Always does a fine job. Third quarter starting here, South Dearborn gets the first possession, leading by seven. Eli Hoffman receives a handoff, top of the key, swings it left to Stevens. First dribble, back to Tiki. Little be coming top of the key. Catches it about 35 feet away. Hoffman, couple dribbles to his left, pulls up, and gets a friendly bounce. Nice-looking shot there from Eli. And if you're a South Dearborn fan, that's just what uh, you talked about maybe at halftime. Come out, have a good possession, and get a nice little shot there to fall on the left wing. Much better rhythm for this uh, South Dearborn team than they had last weekend. Was able to see them play against a very good South Ripley team. Uh, just was kind of out of sorts. Uh, came back the next night. Milan put it on them. But uh, this team looks much, much different a week later. Yeah, and you know, sometimes, as we talked about in that pregame, sometimes you just get in the funk and you need something positive to happen to get you going. And they definitely had that in the first half. Denning just gets it in on the baseline out of bounds after a foul was committed by Tiki. Good up and under from Jackson Bobo down on the block. He gets his first basket of the game. A little dream shake down yeah, there. Yeah, dream little dream shake and nice up and under. Kind of looking like Kevin McHale. But anyways, <laughs> we talked about, as I mentioned, getting that inside game going. they got to get those big guys rolling and get them going inside. It's almost like a single elevator screen to the top of the key for Stevens. Bobo was there on the catch, often with it, dribbling out front, passes to his right to Tiki. Ryan Willoughby reverses the ball, gets it in the corner to Hoffman. He's guarded closely by Yoon. South Dearborn's done a pretty good job being patient on offense here tonight as well. Definitely. Really waiting for those good shots. Yeah, and they've been patient, and most of them end in points when they're that patient. Reese Willoughby, contact on the first shot on the drop step, missed it, but was able to rise up quickly, get the offensive rebound and put back. Nice job by Reese. They're just sprawling out in the middle of the paint, demanding the ball and, uh, you know, getting his rebound and putting it back up for two points. Bobo reverses the ball to Yoon, who falls down on the dribble drive. Now Bobo with it in the corner, working against Willoughby. He's cut off, picks up his dribble. Dumps it into Patel. Back to Bobo. Cutting to the basket. Powers up in. And the foul. So Jackson Bobo's come alive here on these last two possessions for the Tigers. Fouls on Ryan Willoughby, his second. And Jackson Bobo with the first four points for the Tigers. And 
you just kind of go back. Like, you know, sometimes when you get one of your starters that gets those two quick fouls, sometimes that just drains you, your energy and momentum there. And maybe that happened in the first half. But Jackson Bobo coming out on fire right now. And he completes the three-point play. So a quick five points for Jackson. Cutting into this South Dearborn lead, which now stands at six with 5.50 left in the third quarter. You know what, Bobo's got a similar build to Jaden Pete to really hurt South Dearborn last Friday, uh, particularly along the baseline. So we'll see if maybe they can get Jackson more established here. Has a double dribble on that possession from South Dearborn. Tigers need to force some more turnovers, I think, to... Uh, really get themselves back in this game. They haven't been able to get over that six- or seven-point hump. Yeah, definitely. Right now, a big possession for Lawrenceburg to see how they're going to maybe try to cut this lead down a little more. So, big possession here for the Tigers, Travis. Yoon thought about a three. couple dribbles to the baseline. Similar shot that Hoffman just hit. Yoon misses. Tiki with the rebound. Always has his head up. Gets it ahead to the corner to Reese Willoughby, who shoots a three and knocks it down over Reese Denning. So... The Battle of the Reese's won by Willoughby. Yeah, and Reese Willoughby with the first five points for South Durban. Three-pointer answer from Garrett Yoon. The offense starting to get going for both of these teams. And South Durban might want to try to get uh, Yoon to shoot a two. Toby Tiki scores over the much taller Jackson Bobo on a little flex cut. Yeah, nice job by Tiki there to find the basket and the passer also to get the ball to him. Yoon gets around Jefferson. Does not get the continuation. Foul on Isaiah Jefferson. That is already the third team foul. This half for South Dearborn. Tiki checks out. You had that feeling, didn't you, Travis, that you said the whistle was going to start blowing a little faster and more often this quarter or this half. And right now you're right. <laughs> well, usually when you get a uh, really quickly played first half, don't always get that in the second half. So we're anticipating right. some more foul calls here. Hopefully we're wrong and they let him play. Dia Patel crossover dribble finds Rohrer in the corner. Nothing there. Has to get it to Yoon on the wing. Guarded by Stevens. Step back three-pointer. Stevens just not a good shot there, Travis, by Garrett Yoon after that long possession. He can get that shot anytime. That was a forced shot by Garrett Yoon. Stevens was good on the contest there. Al Thierborn continues to stay ahead around eight points every time the Tigers look like they're going to make a run. South Dearborn has had an answer. Hoffman to the corner to Stevens. Yoon cuts him off, keeps him on the side. Linton works his way into the paint, and I think he switched his pivot foot, got away with it. Jefferson comes top of the key looking for another three-pointer. No good that time. Daya Patel with the rebound. Daya, ball screen from Craig, top of the key. Nothing there on the switch. Crossover dribble against Willoughby. Stevens comes over, and I think they got a flop there. Wow. Well, that foul should have been on Quentin Stevens, I think, was the one that took the contact, but they call it on Reese Willoughby, so a bit of a head-scratcher there. Baseline out of bounds for the Tigers. Ball screen from Jackson Bobo. Yoon crossover on Willoughby. Another step back. This time it's blocked. Garrett Yoon forced a couple shots. Yeah, the last two possessions, as I said, and I understand, you know, some guys you have that guy that tries to make plays, and but right there, just very uncharacteristic of of Garrett Yoon to try to make those last two plays. Got to let the game come to you and get other guys involved. 
South Dearborn with it. Hoffman, dribble drive, cut off by Rohrer. He'll back it out. Under the SD logo, they're going to come up and trap. And they throw it away. Quentin Stevens wasn't ready for it in the corner. Yeah, just uh, Lawrenceburg coming out and trapping the ball. Maybe maybe trying to speed the game up a little bit and make them make the Knights pass the ball around and maybe work a little faster than what they want to. Lawrenceburg has certainly had their struggle scoring in the half-court offense this season. It would be beneficial to score in transition at least a little bit as they looking into the high post to Craig on that 1-4 high look. Reach in on Stevens. So foul number five. South Dearborn's five team fouls. Lawrenceburg was zero. That uh, Hagford keys of the game on free throws might come into play here if uh, they keep going. And there's another, another one. <laughs> wow. I guess you can call me Nostradamus. But <laughs> had a feeling the fouls were going to come. Six team fouls now. The next one will put Lawrenceburg in the bonus. They've only been to the line twice tonight, one for two. Certainly use a couple free opportunities to score some points. Definitely. And keep that clock stopped. And Rohrer's got to get it in. Nice catch from Yoon near the sideline. Sell with it, top of the key. Looking for Bobo. And that high post. Willoughby's got to be careful there. And that's another foul. That time on Hoffman, but it's going to be a shooting foul. Bobo's going to go to the line for two. And now uh, South Dearborn all of a sudden has a few players that have to be careful. Tiki, Hoffman, Stevens, and Ryan Willoughby with wow. two apiece. Yeah, and, and you know, maybe it, I, Coach isn't upset. Co- Coach Colston's not upset. So I think they're fouls. And I think, you know, Lunchburg's just attacking the basket much more now in the second half than what they were in the first half. That, that's the difference and maybe why there's so many fouls called right now. And, you know, it, I thought South Denver was very aggressive out on the perimeter mm-hmm. and the way they were guarding the ball. So, you know, maybe they're going to have to adjust now the way they want to handle that and play that. Bobo hit the first free throw. Second one rattles out. And we got a jump ball. And I know the South Dearborn faithful wanted an over-the-back on Ashton Craig. But you can't always call an over-the-back, especially if the opposing player did not box out. Right. Roar, the trigger man. They find Patel in the corner. Stevens was able to close out on Dia. Tigers trail by seven. Patel smartly drives to the basket and finds Rohrer along the baseline who scores his second basket, and all of a sudden, Tigers have cut the lead to five. And everything, Travis, from the Tigers right now is coming at attacking the basket, attacking the basket. South Denver needs a good possession here. Willoughby swings it around to Jefferson. A couple left-hand dribbles, some more left-hand dribbles, gets into the lane, looks for the back door cut, and that's out of bounds off of Willoughby. So all of a sudden, the Tigers have kind of Change the momentum in this game with their energy. Yeah, and I was about to say that, like, it looks like a different energized team, and maybe that's why they only got 30 seconds after half time to come out and shoot. Uh, maybe there was a little uh, talking to the guys. Uh, I would have liked a bit of fly on the wall in the Tigers locker room at halftime, that's for sure. Entry pass to Craig in the high post. He picked up his dribble, finds the cutting Yoon, who again forces a shot up and is blocked by... Jefferson, so another turnover. Yoon has made some uncharacteristically bad plays. Tiki with it. Dribbles to his right. Hounded by Dia Patel. Tiki picks it up, reverses, finds Ryan Willoughby. Now to Reese. 
Lincoln Stevens in the mid post. Hand off to Reese Willoughby. Hounded by two Larksburg Tigers players. Jefferson gets the baseline. Reverse layup attempt over Bobo, and Bobo's going to pick up his third foul. But only the first on the first Tigers foul, this, Tigers. this <laughs> quarter. It's a 7-1 to one on the foul. Yeah, and the, and the, the Knights fans are obviously letting the, the, the officials know that as well. So 7-1 to one here on the foul total, and one minute to play left in the third. Jefferson knocks down the first free throw. South Dearborn's been excellent from the line tonight. Six of seven so far. They hold a six-point lead, so really their lead's coming from the free throw line, which was a hag four key to the game. We assume uh, Larksburg's going to shoot a ton more free throws before this one's all said and done, already in the bonus with a minute left in the third quarter. But the Tigers do trail by seven. Credit to South Dearborn. Every time the Tigers get close, they have an answer. Sell looking to drive on Tiki, lost the handle. Bad turnover there. Now Tiki drives on Patel, gets in the lane and dumps it off to Jefferson, who puts it up and in. Good sequence there for South Dearborn. Gets their lead back up to nine. Roar, three in the corner. He was open. He's been big off the bench tonight. Logan Roar with seven points and a steal by Daya Patel. He should score an easy one, and he does. Wow. All right. So now it's down to four. This has been a wild third quarter here. Tiki gets it across the timeline, gets into the paint, rises up over Craig. Or under Craig, I should say, and was fouled. Yeah, and, you know, Coach Cutter might have to talk to Ashton about that when you got a guy driving to the basket, and that was not a very good foul, like kind of trying to avoid him and, Heck, it's long as Ashton Craig's played without ever hitting anybody and getting a foul <laughs> in his life in, in these games. But, you know, right there you just need to get in the way, have a good, clean, you know, foul and make him earn it. And Toby Tiki's at the line right now trying to stretch that lead. And Toby knocks down both free throws. Nicely done there. South Dearborn continues to shoot well from the charity stripe. They have a six-point lead with ten seconds left here in the third. See if the Tigers can inch a little closer as Daya Patel drives, rises up. Jefferson, another block, but they say he got a piece of the forearm or wrist of Daya Patel, who's going to earn a trip to the line. Wow. <laughs> Jefferson, we've talked about him, how he's uh, impacted this game offensively, but he's come up with probably three or four blocks. Yeah, no doubt. You know, uh, that, one was, that one would be a hard one to swallow right there. As Guy Patel knocks down the first free throw, he's now got seven points on the night. Chance to cut this to four. Three seconds left on the clock. And as it rattles in and out, Reese Denning got the rebound. Lane violation on Eli Hoffman, who was actually outside the three-point line but was covered. I don't know what he was doing there. Just a huge momentum swing here for the Knights. Like that's almost turnovers. That should be a half turnover. I think, yeah, right there. lane violation. Wow! All in the last like 28 seconds. It has been a wild conclusion to this third quarter. Ryan Patel gets another chance, and this time he knocks it down. So cuts the lead to four. Reese Willoughby from half court. Good if it goes. 
And it's short and goes into the band section. Nice job from the Tigers to cut into that seven-point South Dearborn lead at the beginning of the quarter. 36-32, don't you go anywhere. we got a good one here on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Many of you listening may need help deciding on what options are best for you regarding your retirement dollars due to an employment change or furlough, or figuring out how much money you will need when you retire, considering your Social Security benefits and retirement savings. This is Kip Newman with Pinnacle Advisory Group in Lawrenceburg. Give me a call for a no-obligation appointment at 812-537-9071. Let us help you get it figured out. Registered representatives offering securities and advisory services through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 to 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. In the third quarter, 18 to 15, they still trail it four going into the final frame. Eight minutes to go. Can South Dearborn hold on to uh, this lead that they've had for from the very get-go, really? Yeah, and the energy for the Tigers in that second, uh, sorry, that third quarter there, Travis, you could just tell there was more of a sense of urgency. And then Lawrenceburg started attacking the basket. And then, you know, the turnover and those things happened at the end. And it doesn't hurt that South Denver has eight fouls on the board either. <laughs> yeah, that has uh, certainly aided Lawrenceburg in uh, getting themselves back into this game. It hasn't felt this close. South Dearborn's been able to uh, consistently hold an 8, 9, 10, 11 point lead. Credit the Tigers for hanging around in this game. South Dearborn with the opening possession of the fourth quarter. Swinging it around the perimeter. Hoffman, big three there, and he knocks it down. That'll that'll definitely spark the Knights. Just a good ball movement. Neli Hoffman knocking down that three from the left wing. Back up to seven. Garrett Ewing top of the key. Finds Craig down low. And Stevens was coming over on the help, and I think they might have got Clinton for his third foul. Yeah, South Durban did a nice job there. They've kind of gotten Ashton away from the basket a little bit. And as Coach Colston talked about in this pregame, when the ball was going to go into the post, they were going to have to get that help from the backside and slide over. And that's what they did, just hit Ashton on the arm on the way up. And I do believe they did call that a uh, shooting foul. And Ashton... To his credit, knocks down the first free throw. It has been uh, kind of a sore spot for Ashton. One weak part of his game. Um, not getting it done at the free throw line. Splits the pair there. And gives South Durban credit there, Travis. That's Ashton Craig's first point of the night. Yeah, absolutely. They've done a great job getting bodies around Ashton, making it tough on him in the post. Travel. Eli Hoffman got going towards the basket a little too quickly there. Another one of those unforced errors. The Tigers catch a break. Trailing by six. Quick sub here. Ryan Willoughby checking in for Stevens. That's an offense-defense sub there. Seven oh five left in the fourth. South Dearborn, six-point lead, 39-33. Ball screen there. Saya Patel guarded by Jefferson. Skips it left to Rohrer. Dumps it into the post to Craig, who's double-teamed. And a little too aggressive yet again from South Dearborn. Or did they? Yeah. Ashton's trying to uh, shy away from shooting a few free throws. <laughs> His buddy Dye wanted to help him out. He said, I'll go there and take the points, bud. 
Uh, you go on down there and act like you just belong down here. Good thing for Ashton is he's going to get two shots at it here. This is the first. Again, if you're South Dearborn, Greg's the man to foul. He's going to foul anybody, but it's going to be double bonus the rest of the way for the Tigers. And Craig misses both, and this was something that was a sore spot for Lawrenceburg in that Rubertown Classic game. 12 of 23 from the free throw line. Had they shot a little bit better, who knows? That game might have been a little different as Patel commits a foul in the backcourt. Team's third foul. That is his third as well. Wow. You know, Lawrenceburg just trying to pick up that tempo again with a little uh, trap there in the backcourt, but you're going to have to keep your hands out, especially the way the uh, game's being called right now for both teams. Willoughby here in the corner, guarded by Craig. Tries to get the baseline. Craig, very good going side to side. <laughs> I told you, you might be able to shoot outside over him, but you're going to have a hard time getting around him. Yeah, there's a reason uh, teams like UC, IU, Northwestern are coming to call him. Oh, right. As uh, Willoughby gets into the paint, and that rattles in and out. Unlucky for Reese Willoughby. Patel picks up his dribble, hands it off to Garrett Yoon. Back to Patel in the corner. Reverse dribble, nothing there. Bobo looking for that high-low. Roar mishandles that pass. And he does not have his dribble. And timeout from Coach Cutter. That's a good one. We'll keep it right here. Timeout's presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, located in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Learn more at beaconortho.com. So set the scene here. 5.51 left in the fourth. South Dearborn maintaining a six-point lead. Lawrenceburg with the ball. They've got it as close as four. Uh, right now it's get a score, stop, score, stop if you're uh, Coach Cutter. Yeah, that, that's what you got to do. And in the third quarter, the offense was moving really well, attacking the basket. The first couple minutes here, Lawrenceburg's been kind of stagnant. They have looked to get the ball into Ashton Craig, and, and that's that's worked. But with the fouls and the free throw, I think if they start reversing the ball a little more and swing it instead of really trying, one, you'll have a better chance to get into Ashton. But two, sooner or later, players like Garrett Yoon, Daya Patel, Jackson Bobo, Logan Roar, they're going to have to get going here uh, to try to cut this down. But they're definitely going to have to get some stops as well. Well, dribbles over to the right. They get it into Craig. And some people calling for a travel, but able to keep that pivot foot. And that foul is on Reese Willoughby. That's his third. And Ashton Craig going to go back to the line. Four for nine, the Tigers as a team, and that is short from Ashton, who's missed three in a row. Yeah, right now just needs to make one to maybe, uh, you know, get over that mental part of it, because uh, right now, when that ball goes inside, that that's a good foul, Yeah, because otherwise you're going to put it in the basket. And he doesn't necessarily have a bad stroke. I think maybe he holds on to the ball just a little bit too long on the release. Um, and you look like a guy that Ashton in the gym this week shooting free throws. How many attempts, how many free throws did he get yesterday? And not making excuses, but, you know, you got to be able to shoot and get in the rhythm and get some lifts on the ball. Looks a little short and also flat on his shot tonight. Well, another unforced error there from South Dearborn looking for a cutter, and ball goes out of bounds. So the Tigers 
Going to get another chance to try to chip away at this six-point lead. Patel dribbles to his right into the corner. Now Yoon with it. Bobo guarded by Hoffman. He dribbles back over top of the key, reverses it to Patel. Patel gets the baseline, rises up, and a nice floater from Dia. Lead down to four. South Dearborn's been very good in the next possession once the Tigers have gotten it down this close. Yeah, four-point lead with 4.45 on the clock. Nice ball. Willoughby. Backdoor cut from Tiki. Bobo, his long arms, gets it, Inspector Gadget style. <laughs> Tigers did a good job getting the ball off the floor, but credit to South Dearborn for rushing back on defense. And Tigers will have to reset. Got a chance to get it to one or two. And they find Yoon in the corner. Big shot. No good. Bobo keeps it alive. Some contact there. No call. Tiki comes away with it. Nearly gives it up. And Colson's going to take a timeout. And we'll step away and catch our breath with them. 30-second timeout. High school basketball on Eagle Country 99.3. EagleCountryOnline.com. Trust Wardway Fuels to fill your propane and heating oil needs so you can feel warm and comfortable all year long. With automatic delivery service, you can have peace of mind knowing your propane and oil supply are safe and sufficient. Wardway Fuels has been family-owned and operated since 1981 with low prices and fast, friendly service. Experts on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane, too. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long. Visit wardway.com. Welcome back to South Dearborn High School. We have a good one here as the home Knights leading Lawrenceburg 39-35 with 4.13 left to play. This South Dearborn's ball out of the 30-second timeout. Jefferson will take it out right in front of us, throws it into the backcourt to Tiki. Brings it up. Coach Colston drew up here, Travis. I think the ball is likely going to Hoffman at some point. Actually, they work it to Willoughby, who finds Stevens in the corner, and he nails a big three. He did that in the Rivertown Classic matchup as well. He hit three in a row in the third quarter that broke the game open for the Knights. Yoon, the answer, big three from Garrett, who knocked down his fourth of the game. He's now got 12 points, and it's back down to a four-point lead. As you talked about, Tigers get it to four, can't get a stop. Right here, big possession for both teams. Oh, we thought that was a uh, throwaway from Tiki, but that was actually out off of Garrett Yoon. So sideline out of bounds. Jefferson will inbound with 3.32 left. Throws it into the backcourt to Hoffman. It's been relatively quiet in the second half. He's got five points, ten for the game. Tiki in the corner. Guarded by Rohrer. Swinging around to Hoffman. He got in the lane and was pushed. And, you know, if you're Lawrenceburg right now, you can be really aggressive. That's only your fourth team foul. There's three minutes to go. So not necessarily a bad foul there by Ashton Craig, but that is his third. And, you know, right now uh, 317 left on the clock. So better than it being Bobo's fourth because he was in the area too. So pretty good foul there. Definitely. And I don't think if there would have been a foul, I think there would have been a layup. And two points, and once again, they'd have been able to stretch that lead to six. 3.17 left. Baseline out of bounds. Box set coming here from South Dearborn. Look for screen-to-screener or maybe something coming to the corner. 
Dump it into Willoughby, who rises up over Bobo. Kind of rushed that one. No good. Dia Patel with the rebound. Biggest possession of the game so far for the Tigers. Can they cut into that margin? Patel gets in the lane, puts it up and in, and he was fouled. Dia Patel has had a huge second half with eight points. Looking to make it nine, and he can cut this lead to one for South Dearborn. That was the fourth foul on Clinton Stevens as well. He has played a nice ball game as Selm doesn't get the roll. Craig keeps it alive. Yoon gets the rebound. Finds Rohr. Thought about a three and passed it up. Tigers get an extra possession here. Patel dribbling out front against Stevens. Tiki's guarding Craig down low. They got to look to maybe exploit that matchup. Patel tried to hand it off to Craig. Instead, handed it off to Eli Hoffman, who comes up with the steal. South Dearborn leads with, by two with two and a half left. Good aggressive defense from Patel out front. Stevens swings it around to Tiki, back to Stevens. Reverses it to Hoffman. Tiki, top of the key. Passes to the right to Jefferson. Thought about a three, nothing there. Swing it around, Reese Willoughby, top of the key. Hoffman open for three from the top of the key, in and out. Rebound goes to Reese Willoughby, and he was fouled. Foul will be on the floor. Marshburg's fifth team foul, and that's going to be on Rohrer, his first. Adam Bird's going to check back into the game. He's been setting for a long time, Coach. Yeah, and uh, all right, I Patel coming out. I wonder if this is just going to be a defensive sub, and then they're going to take a timeout and get Dia back in there. Yeah, I hope so. Tiki <laughs> inbounds it to Hoffman, who wins the baseline over Rohrer. And puts it up and in. Big basket from Eli Hoffman. Now a four-point lead for South Dearborn. And we'll see where Lawrenceburg goes with the ball with Patel out of the game. High-low. Craig gets a good look at it, but Willoughby comes over on the help side defense. What a block. Great defense by the Knights and actually good offense by the Tigers and inside and just good defense. And uh, what an atmosphere we have here tonight as well. Uh, with yeah, every player only got three tickets. How do you think that went over in this rivalry? <laughs> right. I think some people snuck some people in tonight, but it's, it's great possible. See, yeah, it's great to see this environment for the kids and actually play in front of a crowd. So however you got in, awesome. Hey, keep those numbers going down, and we can get even more people in these gyms uh, ahead of true. sectional time. Very true. South Dearborn, four-point lead, under two to play. Trying to knock off the Tigers for the second time this year. Tigers' next foul does put South Dearborn to the line for a one-and-one. Hoffman with it. Dumps it down low to Willoughby. And he is fouled, so... Reese was looking for Quentin Stevens. He uh, gave him the... I saw you in the corner, but I was fouled. Oh, yeah. And the way Stevens is shooting the ball, that one might have went down and lifted the roof off this place. (laughs) Oh, the ball might have scraped the roof, too. We uh, joke with Clinton during crunch time a few weeks back that he's got the highest arcing three-point shot out of anybody. Definitely. It's uh, one-and-one here. That should have been a one-and-one. The Reese Willoughby was not shooting. I Yeah, that's unless they call it, got him going on the way up, but that's uh, shocking. And he splits the pair. So it's now a five-point lead. With a minute 25, Stevens checks out. Ryan Willoughby back in. 
More of a defensive-minded player for Coach Colston. Tell will bring it up. Got to have a little bit of a sense of urgency here if you're the Tigers. Down two possessions. Time is not your friend. Dia just needs to take care of the ball and get to the rack. Nice crossover dribble by Dia. Finds Craig down low, and he puts it up and in. Tigers will extend some full-court pressure here. It'll take a little bit of time to see if they can get a steal. Tiki advances it into the front court, picks up his dribble, finds Jefferson here in the near corner. There's a trap from Yunin Bobo. And a timeout from Coach Colston, excuse me, as Jefferson was in a troublesome area in the corner. We're going to keep it right here. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, located in Lawrenceburg, based on Green Township. You can learn more about their great services at beaconortho.com. Stay tuned to our post-game show. We'll name the star of the game, presented by Gary Trable at Erlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. We'll also name a player who fueled their team, presented by Wardway Fuels, the local propane and home heating oil provider. Visit wardway.com. So 53 seconds left in this game. South Dearborn with a three-point lead, Coach. They have the ball. They're in the bonus, so uh, they're in a good situation. Yeah, they definitely are. They're going to inbound the ball here with uh, 53 seconds left on the side here. And If you're Lawrenceburg, I think in their timeout, you're talking about, hey, let's go for a steal. Let's be really aggressive. Let's put them on the free throw line and try to extend this game if we don't get a foul. But if we do foul and they make free throws, we've got to definitely, Lawrenceburg's going to have to attack the basket and have a little urgency on that end of the floor. They do have timeouts left, so should be okay in that department. And uh, don't you kind of hate this rule where you call a timeout down in the corner and then you get to take it out near midcourt? Yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's a new one. <laughs> Jefferson will throw it into the backcourt to Hoffman. Don't want to foul him. Garrett Hume guarding him out front. Want to make him give it up. We'll trap Willoughby. And Yoon will take the foul. That's a good foul from Garrett, protecting his classmate Jackson Bobo as well. You almost wonder right there, like, if Coach Coach Cutter would have went offense-defense with Bobo. I mean, I know he only has three, I believe. But, you know, getting somebody on the floor that can be a little more aggressive and foul, and maybe even Ashton, if that's the approach they're going to take. Willoughby to the line for the one-and-one, and he calmly knocks down. That's free throw. Nice night for Reese Willoughby. And he knocks both of them down. Again, the free throw line has been the friend of South Dearborn tonight. Disconnected on 10 of 12. Very good percentage. Tigers down five. 40 seconds left to play. Patel working against a very aggressive Ryan Willoughby. Picks up his dribble. Roarer with it. Tigers wasting a lot of time here. Hune falls down. Is able to get the ball to Rohrer. Drives in. Wild shot over Eli Hoffman. And Logan Rohrer going to take a trip to the free throw line. Now they actually called it on Willoughby coming over on the help side. That's four on Reese. Wow. So Logan Rohrer going to the line for two shots. 74% on the season. Hasn't shot a ton of them. The varsity level. And he misses the first one. Just a situation Logan has not been in a lot so far in his uh, young career. Just a sophomore. Yeah, definitely. Tight game, 47-42 nights, 28 seconds on the clock. Get that second one to go. 
And a timeout, full timeout, I believe. We'll take a 30-second timeout back after this high school basketball in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Planning a gathering with family and friends? The Dearborn County Health Department wants to remind you that the risk for COVID-19 still exists. As people return to work and their usual activities, there is potential for positive case counts to rise. Don't forget to distance yourself from others and wear a mask. Keep hand sanitizer handy. Enjoy the great outdoors and do your part to minimize the spread of COVID-19. If you have been exposed to a positive case or aren't feeling well, consider testing via your primary care provider or our local Optum testing site. This message, a service of the Dearborn County Health Department. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 to 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Well, the big-time rivalry game, we would expect nothing less than a tight ball game. South Dearborn with a 47-43 lead here on their home floor against the Lawrenceburg Tigers. This has been a uh, great back-and-forth action here in the second half. Tigers trailed this game, much of this game, for seven or eight points. Great uh, job, you know, forcing their way back into the game, but they got it down as close as two, but South Dearborn's just had the answer all night long. Yeah, and right now, Lawrenceburg applying full-court pressure. Going to look to get a steal, and then going to have to foul right away. Tiki might not be a bad one to foul. He has, has made two free throws already tonight, but at 61%, he's one of the better options. Garrett Yoon commits the foul, and Garrett's the one one kid out there that really hasn't been in foul trouble all night long. <laughs> but at least he's got some fouls to spend here late as the Tigers try to pull off a minor miracle and come back and win this game. Yeah, and no matter what happens right here, it's still a two-possession game. So even if he hits both of them. Tiki misses. Tie up there, and it's going to go to the Tigers as Willoughby and Craig were going for the ball. So... Big break there. Wow. Four-point game. Right. 24 seconds left. 24.7. Tigers got to go quick. And take Daya Patel. Get the ball and go to the rack. And go quick. Go quick. Make them stop you. Go. Go. Too slow. Go. Too slow here. They're trying to work it into the post to Craig. And he's fouled. Yeah, and it's not a bad foul from the South Dearborn perspective, but Reese Willoughby is just fouled out of the game. Well, and you, well, you wonder right there, and then I understand the the concept of what Lawrenceburg's trying to do there. You have a entry pass in the Ashton, and then you also have an option of a shooter coming off the top. But and right now, maybe Ashton can knock these down, but the odds are against him. Yeah. And you're trying to get a ball to Ashton Craig, who is not a high-percentage free-throw shooter if he is to get fouled. So right there, that's a win for South Dearborn with uh, that play design. Four for 14 from the free-throw line tonight for the Tigers. As Craig does split the pair, so three-point lead now for South Dearborn, and Tigers foul quick. And conversely, they fouled the worst player that you could foul. (laughs) Eli Hoffman's very good from the free-throw line. Yes, he is, and, uh, you know, just had a really good game tonight, been solid all around, and right now, if you're South Dearborn, it's pretty simple. Don't give up, uh, up wide-open threes, knock down your free throws, and you're going to leave her a winner. And Eli knocks down the front end. 
He's uh, up in the 80% range on the season. Second free throw, up and good for the junior. Tigers got to go quick, and really they need a three at this point. Patel going to rise up for one, and it rattles in and out. Craig gets the rebound, puts it up and in, but it's going to be too little too late for the Tigers, it looks like. Five seconds left on the clock. Down three. Yeah, a lot of things are going to have to go right here for Lawrenceburg and Coach Cutter with 4.9 on the clock, and South Durban leading 49 to 46. So, well, we know what's going to happen, right, Travis? It's going to be full court pressure. You're going to have to foul. You're going to have to rely on a missed free throw or two, two now. And then, you know, you're going to have to get down the floor, which you can, in four seconds to get a decent shot. But a lot of things are going to have to go Lawrenceburg's way here down the stretch. So Coach Colston is going to put in freshman Brody Tiki. I'm just saying. (laughs) He's a freshman. Hasn't been in a situation where he's got to go to the free throw line. If he's not the guy taking the ball out of bounds, yeah. What do you say you just fouling before they inbound the ball? No doubt. But there's also probably a reason why Coach Colston's putting him in. Maybe he is a free throw off, and he's laughing like maybe this isn't a big deal to him. Oh, he, he's a real good kid. Again, we had uh, South Dearborn out on crunch time, and uh, the relationship between uh, he and his older brother, Toby, was uh, pretty fun as well. So to see them out there in crunch time together, uh, no pun intended there. Right. Um, I'm fouling cool. him right now. Yeah, he's, I'm fouling him right he's now. He's not the inbounder. Uh, I would be fouling him as well. And you can't let Hoffman get it. Oh, and the Tigers get a steal. Greg gets oh. it to you. He's got a three for the tie. Oh, it's up and in. Oh, oh. time. Oh. A sequence there. We got bonus basketball, folks. Don't you go anywhere. What an amazing game. 49 all. We'll take a break. High school basketball on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. What a moment at the end of the fourth quarter. Tigers find themselves down three points. Looks like South Dearborn's just going to inbound it, go to the free throw line, win the game. Tigers force a turnover. Ashton Craig... <laughs> has the wherewithal to get the ball to Garrett Yoon, who yeah. nails a three from, I don't know, <laughs> he was 25, 27 feet away. Well, I think you used the word miracle, and I know I said a lot of things are going to have to go right. And I guess that's what happened. And we got bonus basketball with four minutes more uh, to sit here uh, to broadcast this game with a great rivalry. And a key point here is the Tigers won the tip. Reese Willoughby is out of this game, fouled out. So that's a very key player. As a high-low, Craig gets it down low and finishes over Isaiah Jefferson. That might be the first lead of the game for the Tigers. Uh, yes, that is. At 51-49 in the overtime period, see if South Dearborn has an answer. Eli Hoffman, guarded by Craig. 
Dribbles it back, top of the key. Ryan Willoughby receives the ball on the right. Now Siki with it. Stevens thought about a deep three. Pump fake. Dribble drive. Nothing there, and he traveled. And right now you can just, there's 3.20 left on the clock, Travis, but you can just kind of feel it. Momentum is a dangerous thing right now, and right now Larsberg has that little extra step, and South Denver's going to have to get a stop here because, you know, if, if, if Larsberg stretches out to four, who knows what happens next, but big possession here for the night. Yeah, South Dearborn um, <laughs> didn't know what it was like to trail in this game until, you know, 30 seconds ago. We're finding Bobo in the corner. He'll dribble it back to the wing for Patel. Left-hand drive, puts it up. Good body control by Dia, who finishes with the floater over Hoffman, who was trying to take the charge. 53-49, left in the overtime period. Tiki initiates left to Jefferson. He's had a solid game here tonight. Started by Bobo. Hoffman reverses it to Tiki, looking for Stevens to him on top of the key. Tigers continue to switch on defense. Hoffman, couple pump fakes, nothing there. Yoon closes out on Stevens. Tiki's going to back it out. Big, big possession here for South Dearborn. Deep three from Hoffman. What a shot by Eli. And what a game we have here tonight. Timeout from Coach Coulson. 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. <laughs> the amount of three-point shots made in this game for both teams, Coach, and the uh, timeliness of those threes have been absolutely phenomenal. There is no doubt. And, and, and you know what's strange about this is you look at that Eli Hoffman, you know, a 6'1 junior, <laughs> junior. And then all of a sudden you go down to the Lawrenceburg side and it's junior, junior. It, these juniors are just and I know they got a you know a senior here and there, sophomores that are all pitching in. Trust me, I understand that. But wow, ice for these kids' veins right now, just letting it fly and shooting it with confidence. And what a game we have here tonight, Travis. Now you did say in the pregame that the first team to 55, I did, <laughs> would likely be the winner of this game, and it is 53-52 with 2:15 left in overtime. So. Uh, well, well, nicely done. You're, uh, yeah. You got a chance. <laughs> Definitely got a chance. What a fun game and atmosphere here at South Dearborn High School. 2.05 to play. Patel guarded out front by Willoughby. Both teams have to be cautious on defense. Uh, double bonus for both teams. Yoon with it. Guarded out front by Hoffman. Now Bobo with it on the wing. Back top of the key to Patel. Nearly knocked away by Stevens. Yoon now with it. Tigers showing a lot of patience. Yoon, a couple dribbles, picks it up, gets it to Craig in the corner. And you might think about fouling him. Be quite honest. And we have a timeout from Coach Cutter. And that's his last one because you get that extra one in overtime, but that's his last one. That is a full timeout. Correct. So we're going to. We're going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with more overtime action here from South Dearborn High School. Tigers lead at 53-52 on Eagle Country 99.3. I feel like I can have more of a personable connection with my teacher, and they're able to help me one-on-one a little bit more. They prepare me in every aspect, finding a job, getting my education, and letting me see what it's like in the real world. I'm Claire, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 
Welcome back to South Dearborn High School. Maybe the game of the season in the boys' basketball regular season here in southeast Indiana. Larksburg leading South Dearborn 53-52 with a minute 32 left in overtime. Big possession upcoming here for the Tigers. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, side out of bounds play right here for the Tigers. Big possession with a one-point lead, uh, leading 53-52. to And just a, just a very unique game. And, you know, it's just sit back and let's call it and let's see what happens here. Smart idea from Cutter to take out Ashton Craig on this possession and put in resetting as Patel finds Bobo on the block, and he's able to create with that up and under move yet again. Yeah, nice. Once again, all of that dribble drive dish all started with being able to attack the basket. Ryan Willoughby with it in the corner. Picks up his dribble, has to find Tiki. Now Hoffman, dangerous three-point shooter, looking for a ball screen from Stevens. Back to Hoffman, top of the key, three for the tie. Off the front iron, Garrett Yoon with the rebound. Dia Patel controls it, under a minute to play. South Dearborn likely going to have to send Lawrenceburg to the free throw line. As uh, Coach Colson calling for a foul, Dia Patel pulls up for a two-point basket. No good, Coach Cutter throws his arms up. Not really sure what his junior was doing there. And a full timeout now from Coach Colson. 36 seconds left in this game. We'll keep it right here. I'm almost out of water. <laughs> yeah, I am too. And, you know, and, and when you get into coaching, Travis, <laughs> you're dealing with 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. And, you know, right there, everyone's saying, man, Dia took that shot. There's 36 seconds left. They're up three. What's he doing? Well, Dia's a winner. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and, and we all can agree that wasn't what should happen. Dyer's trying to put the nail in the coffin in our rivalry game, and he knows if that goes down, it's much harder for the Knights to win this game. Absolutely, and uh, to your point, you kind of have to uh, respect that type of play because often it's, uh, oh, he missed it, he shouldn't have taken the shot, but if he would have hit it, everybody would have celebrated it. So no doubt, no doubt. It's tough, and being out there in the heat of the moment, he got a good look, just didn't make the shot, and now South Dearborn's got a chance to answer. It's kind of been how this game's gone in the second half and now in the overtime period. And, uh, again, Coach Colson going to go to young Brody Tiki, freshman getting some uh, big-time minutes here in overtime. <laughs> seconds. Yeah, and seconds, yeah. Seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better way of putting it. <laughs> Up three right here. Just no three-pointers if you're a Tiger. Force everything inside the arc. And Hoffman gets a fadeaway three. Misses it. Stevens got the offensive rebound, and Roar nearly had a turnover that maybe could have sealed the game. And right now, if you're Lawrenceburg, don't leave a three-point shooter. No reason to help. A, two-point, a two-pointer does not hurt you. Brody Tiki gets to the big brother, Toby. Guarded by Patel, top of the key. They're looking for Hoffman. He gets in the lane and tried to find Jefferson on the baseline, and the pass was too hot to handle and a little high. Ball goes out of bounds to the Tigers. Now full court pressure from South Dearborn. And right now, you, if you're in the stands, you see how important Garrett Yoon is. He's trying to get them in the right alignment, and they get the ball in, and Garrett Yoon will be going to the line to shoot two free throws. And that is a... Uh, that's the player you want going to the free throw line if you're Coach Cutter. He does have his uh, best free throw shooting lineup out there on the floor as of right now. And Garrett's going to get two shots at it. 
We try to increase this game to at least a two-possession game. He makes one shot. It's a two-possession game. And, of course, <laughs> rims out for Garrett. Struggles continue from the free throw line for the Tigers. It's something we talked to Coach Cutter about in the pregame. And, again, it's just about getting those reps in the gym. And, uh, sometimes it's a mental thing. And Yoon does uh, knock down one to get it to a two-possession game. Hoffman brings it up. He forces his way to the basket, puts it up and in. Garrett Yoon commits the foul. A huge play by Eli Hoffman. <laughs> I'm just going to ask him what can happen next. Are, are you ready to stay the night here at South Dearborn High School? <laughs> well, it's 56-54, Travis. <laughs> by your definition, the Tigers should win the game. They got the 55 first. But, and I'll go to my notes here. John Harrell had South Dearborn winning 56-51. Yes, he did. <laughs> As Hoffman completes the three-point play, if this turn this is this is going to turn into a free-throw shooting contest. As South Dearborn's been winning that thus far, Denning able to run the baseline. No timeouts, have to get it in, and a foul as Hoffman pushed down at Yoon. Good sportsmanship there all around from these two teams. I think the thing I love more about this rivalry, the modern-day rivalry, is I don't think there's as much hate and disdain as maybe oh, there was back in the day. Not. There's a mutual respect. Uh, we all share the same communities. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a really fun rivalry because it's just good, hard-nosed play in, in all sports as well. It, it, it is, and, that, and that's changed drastically. Yeah. You know, and, and for whatever reason, it's just changed, whether it's the social media world, the access to the phones, and, you know, kids just being playing more and then more opportunities at AAU and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I, I agree right there, you know, Good, clean foul. They're helping each other up. And give the ICAA credit for that because they're putting an emphasis on, on that. And then give the head coaches credit because that's what they're trying to teach as well. Yoon back to the free throw line. Oh, no. Splits the pair. Oh, no. South Dearborn with a chance to tie or win the game. Ten seconds left. Tiki drives. Kicks to Brody Tiki who puts up a shot that would not count because <laughs> um, Coach Colson took the timeout. He was going to let it fly, though. Full time out. We're gonna, hey, he's not shy. He is not a shy kid at all. Uh, I'm looking forward to covering uh, him on this yeah. team over the next uh, three seasons. I think he's going to be a good one. But we got a full time out here. We are not going to step away. Don't want to miss the finale, we think, of this game, perhaps, as uh, 7.7 fans on the scoreboard, on the clock. Tigers lead at 57-55, but South Dearborn's got a chance to tie or win the game. Yeah, and if, uh, you know, I'm Coach Colston or – I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, you got guys that can knock down threes. We're going to get the ball to somebody that we think can knock it down and, you know, put it in the hands of, you know, Mr. Hoffman and see what happens. And, you know, a side out of bounds, this is a situation that you practice and you work on. Hey, no reason to stay here later. Let's get it done right here. Now, South Dearborn does have a new coach this year, but last year in the sectional semifinal, Eli Hoffman, Hit a three-point basket to knock off Batesville. So he's done it before. So I think if you're going to look for somebody to score that game-winning basket, potentially he'd be the first option. But with Stevens yes. out there, um, he's a threat from the three-point line as well. And, and right now you got to look. There's going to be double screens. Lawrence Works probably going to switch everything. And what you got to do is you just got to, oh, it's underneath the basket. All right. That's, uh, that's different. But. Um, right now, you just got to switch everything and no threes. Here we go. Lock set. Lob play. Tiki 
Look to lob it to Jefferson. Nicely defended by the Tigers as Garrett Yoon deflects that ball back out of bounds. Three-tenths of a second. Runs off the clock. See if South Dearborn has another play in mind here as Tiki has to throw it off the leg of Garrett Yoon. I'm not so sure any of these teams... Where are all these timeouts coming from? <laughs> another full timeout, but again... Uh, We'll make sure we're right here for all of this action. And right now, everybody's blood's up. Coach Cutter's getting on the clock keeper. He's starting the clock. It's just not going anywhere when it bounces off uh, Garrett Hughes' leg. So everybody's emotions right now are really high. And, uh, man, what, what an awesome game. You know, it, it's a good point, though, because Garrett is standing in bounds, and the ball went off his leg, so there should be at least a couple tenths of a second runoff um, after the first deflection. So a little suspect that it's 7.4 on the clock, but nonetheless, right. take the clock out of it for yes. Lawrenceburg. They just got to get a stop here to win the game. Stop. South Dearborn's got a chance to either get it into a second overtime or win it, so a lot can happen here on this final possession. There's no doubt. And, and you know, Coach is going to have a nice out-of-bounds play here, and you're Lawrenceburg, you just got to defend it. You got to defend it. You know, obviously going to cover the ball now. Smart move by Coach Cutter. Yep. Puts his tallest defender on the ball to make it even a little harder. And out there, one's tallest player, Tanner Hughes, the homecoming king, is going to inbound. Got to be smart with it. Tanner throws it into Tiki, and it's going to be a backcourt violation. Should have been. And it's thrown away. Bobo comes up with the ball. And the Tigers are a couple made free throws away from stealing this game here at South Dearborn. And right here, they're going to shoot two free throws. So now you begin to think about if it's a three-point lead only, do you foul? Mm-hmm. If it's four, you come back and plant in the paint, you start clapping because it's going to be the ball game. But if it's three points, do you foul? Well, well, now even a bigger free throw. The free throw woes continue for Lawrenceburg as Jackson Bobo misses the front end. Big free throw on the way. And he makes it, and uh, yes, you do foul. You don't uh, definitely got a foul. Hughes throws a bomb. Stevens can't handle it on the sideline. It's out of bounds. And it looks like the Lawrenceburg Tigers are going to complete a pretty amazing comeback in the grand scheme of things as Denning gets it into Patel. And the time has run off the clock. The Larchburg Tigers come from behind to stun South Dearborn with a 58-55 win in overtime. Wow, what a game as Coach Cutter and Coach Golston shake hands. Wow. Who knows, these two teams might meet again the first week of March. Stay with us, folks. We're going to come back and put a bow on this game with the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan post-game show. This is High School Basketball on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is truly the orthopedic authority. So as a mom, I trust them to take care of the work, sports, and everyday injury needs of my family. I can count on OrthoCincy to provide expert care. Plus, OrthoCincy is located in Lawrenceburg and throughout the tri-state, so appointments are easy to schedule. OrthoCincy takes great care of my family. They'll take great care of yours, too. Walk-ins are welcome, or make your appointment at orthocincy.com. That's ortho, C-I-N-C-Y, dot com. Uh, 
my stomach. Don't worry, I've got you covered. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. What's that? It's Pepto-Bismol chews. Pepto-Bismol's in a chew? Yeah, they taste great and provide fast relief. And you can always have Pepto-Bismol handy. Ooh, let me try it. Try Pepto-Bismol chews for fast relief. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use is directed. Keep out of reach of children. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Inspiration is amazing. It can turn this into this. Put it all together and you get something special. Views is putting it all together with a special price. 99 cents for a Views Alto Power Unit. Available in-store and at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. 99 cents plus tax. Pods sold separately. Website restricted. Age 21 and over. Tobacco consumers. 2021 is here and so is the all-new F-150 at Hag Ford. The new year is the perfect time to drive home one of the most advanced trucks on the market from your ultimate truck destination. Whether it's a new F-150, Ranger, or Super Duty, Hag Ford has you covered. New or used, we are here to put you in the truck you have been looking for. Visit HagFordSales.com to find your new truck today. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and Leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn. A man and his wife entered a pet store and were looking around at the various pets there. As they passed a parrot sitting in a cage, they were shocked to hear the parrot say, You're fat and your wife's ugly. What? Yep, you're fat and your wife is ugly. They complained to the pet store owner who promptly went over to the cage, took the parrot out of it, slapped him a couple times and said, Don't ever say that again. After a while, the couple walked by the parrot cage a second time And this time the parrot said, I'm not allowed to say it, but you know what I'm thinking. Oh, if people only knew what we were thinking, it probably wouldn't be a good thing. We might get slapped ourselves. Let's be kind to each other. Let's speak kindly to each other. Jesus can redeem our mouth and our heart. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn, brought to you daily by Crimer's Beer House and Whitewater Crossing Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org. This winter, Margaret Mary Health welcomed urologist Michael Maggio to its team. Having worked in the field of urology for 30 years, he specializes in treating concerns related to the urinary tract, as well as the male reproductive tract. Dr. Maggio sees patients at Margaret Mary's Outpatient and Cancer Center located in Batesville. To learn more, visit us on at mmhealth.org or call 812 812- 933-5110. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Larksburg storming back and winning in comeback fashion, 58-55 in overtime over South Dearborn. Um, I don't know if I've quite seen a game like that, at least not in some time. 
Wow, I was just sitting here thinking about that. You know, you and my myself, uh, we've we've been involved with this rivalry for rivalry for a, for a long time, and you know, at least going back to a few years anyway, we haven't seen anything like that where. You know, South Durban just controlled the game the whole time. And you had South Durban who would get to that six-point lead and then eight, and then Lawrenceburg cut down to four, never got it below the four until it got to three. And then the the miracle happens down here where they throw it in, and somehow Ashton Craig decides to flip the ball to, to Garrett, and Garrett's able to get a shot off. But, man, just, you know, when you sit there and you watch South Durban play as hard as they did and as well as they did mm-hmm. for as long as they did, in that locker room right now, it's it's a hard pill to swallow. But uh, on the other hand, in that other locker room where the orange and black is at with the Tigers, wow. There's some things in sports, Travis, that you just can't explain. And you can't explain sometimes why this team wins or that team wins or why it happened. But, man, give Lawrenceburg, the kids and the coaches, a lot of credit. Battled the whole time. Absolutely. And, uh, unfortunately, for South Dearborn, the uh... – Wrong beat kind of goes on as they have now dropped five straight games. And uh, that's definitely a game they're going to look back on and say, we probably should have won that one. But, again, like you said, credit to Lawrenceburg for uh, battling back in this game and um, picking up the come-from-behind victory. So let's take a final check of our Hagford keys to the game. Uh, I think you did pretty decent tonight, didn't you, Coach? Well, I, I think so. Uh, you know, as you, you sit down and you try to prepare for, you know, the game and you think about the teams and you kind of look at some things and watch some film and, you know, I'm I'm uh, very grateful to the coaches that allow me to watch some of their film and things like that. But, you know, it's uh, the first key was uh, which team's role player um, was going to have the most impact. And there's no doubt early on in the game that was Isaiah Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really played well early and had that going. And then when you, when you start to look at Lawrenceburg, when you start looking at, okay, what player could have had the most impact on the game as far as, you know, kind of the roar player. Uh, you would have to almost go with, you know, Logan Roar, yeah. who came off the bench and had, uh, you know, I got him for eight points, but, you know, the play, the minutes that he did, and especially in overtime, Travis, you know. So Isaiah Jefferson definitely in the first half. We'll go with Logan Roar, and, and, and maybe we just need to give that key, uh, you know, to the Tigers since uh, they were able to pull off that, that victory there. The free throw battle, as I told you off the air, Heck, that game got so exciting, I lost count. So I can't even tell you, being honest here, I mean, I can make something up and say some numbers. I had 7 of 20. Okay, 7 of 20 for the Tigers? Well, it was at a, from, excuse me, 10 of 23, it looks like, from a free throw line. Okay, and what were the Knights? And uh, South Dearborn shot 15 of... 15 of 18. Okay, so that well, we can't discuss that too much. That act 14 of the game is going to go, obviously, to South Dearborn. But the tempo, when you look at the tempo of the game and how it was played, I think all of us, all three of us, probably sitting here with past Coach Cutter joins us now, yep. would probably say that South Dearborn controlled the tempo of the game for the most part. And as we said, the Tigers didn't lead until overtime. So, oh, whoa, I love it. Uh, that's another story. We'll talk about that later. But uh, so, you know, but when you look at the game and the keys, when it counted, Lawrenceburg took over the tempo over the game and was able to finish it. So we're going to give that key to Lawrenceburg as well. And Lawrenceburg is going to cash in, um, you know, a weird second half. At, at halftime, Lawrenceburg was 0 for 3 on the keys to the game. And then this half, we're going to give them 2 to 3. And uh, with the, the nice victory tonight, we're going to give uh, – 
the Hagford keys of the game to the Lawrenceburg Tigers getting two of the three. Well, as uh, Coach Kanigan mentioned, we're joined by Coach Cutter now. Uh, heck of a comeback there for your Lawrenceburg Tigers. And uh, as we're setting up here calling the game, you know, you're down seven, eight points pretty much the whole entire game. Uh, you called to four or five points, couldn't ever really get it closer than that. Uh, talk about your kids and the effort to just hang in there and keep fighting. Well, I'm, I'm just going to start by saying how proud I am, like you said, of our kids. Um, we, we grind. We grind every day in practice. We do. They, those kids practice hard. Um, you know, and I think what I'm most pleased about tonight is they knew South Durham beat us for at least three quarters of that game. When yeah. you look at the minutes, they did. Um, but you know what? Our kids have heard the noise since Rivertown. You know, we heard how they just pencil that win in on their schedule. Well, not tonight. You know, our kids were ready to take that back. You know, they were ready for a fight, and that's what it is. But that's how South Denver and Lawrenceburg should be. It's got to get back to that. Um, no more hugging on the sideline. We're, we're, we're going to be in battle. That's just how it's going to be. They're well coached. We, we didn't deserve to win that game for three quarters, but we did, and that's all that matters. And uh, it's got to feel good coming back from the loss of the Rivertown, coming back to South Dearborn and uh, winning on their home floor. But uh, take us through that final sequence there at the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> Forced the turnover, and then Ashton had the wherewithal to get it to Garrett, and he hit a bomb of a three. That was crazy. Garrett Ewan was so frustrated that whole game. And I, and I told him, you know, halfway through the game, I said, dude, your face is showing your frustration all over it. And the thing is, He's been in situations in football like that where he's had to make big plays. He he's a he's a playmaker, and he didn't he didn't he wasn't trying. He he had no clue when he shot that ball what was going to happen. <laughs> he, he came to the bench and he said, "What just happened?" I said, "Dude, you so did we. we were yeah. the same thing. You yeah. just threw us into overtime. So now let's go win another quarter." Coach, Coach K, you got anything for Coach Cutter? Yeah, I do, Coach. Uh, first off, uh, congratulations on the win. And you know what what can we talk about when we talk about the team when you look at Ashton Craig never really got going throughout the whole game, but the other things that he was able to do on the floor to help you. And then overall, just I thought the play that, that Logan Rohr gave you down the stretch was good as well. But it would be hard not to talk about, you know, Daya Patel and how he could get to the basket. And, you know, I thought that was the key to our offense when we attacked the basket. It seemed like things went really well for us. The first half, Man, they really let South Durban play defensively, and they were up in our guards, and we weren't able to get to the basket. But the second half, we got to the basket a little more on some direct drives, had a few kickouts. But just talk about the play of some of these guys when you start talking about Logan Roar. And then I also thought Jackson Bobo, came you know, he came alive in the second half. And I know the fouls in the first half were an issue, but talk a little bit about, uh, you know, Bobo and Roar and those guys that were playing and getting it done down there in the second half. You know, you brought up offensively how we kind of went to four low, you know, put it in Dye's hands and let him, let him make the plays. Their defense is so hard to simulate in practice. Um, as well as they get out in the passing lanes and deny you, you know, entries to the wing, it's so hard to simulate. So what we just, what we knew is there's nobody on this court in our mind that can keep Dye Patel in front of him. And we just said, you know what, Dye, go make plays. We had our guys screening for our shooters. Um, you know, if he didn't make a play, he's going to get off two feet and find the best available option. Um, Logan Rohr is a pleasant surprise for us tonight. And when I say that, two weeks ago, we had to bench him for an immature move on his part in the JV game. He didn't start or dress the varsity game. With sophomores, you're going to get that. You know what I mean? He, he's, he, again, he's a playmaker. I thought he stepped up huge tonight. 
again, it was one of those nights where we don't go into a game expecting the bench Reese getting an Adam Bird. Yeah. But tonight it was Logan Roar's night. And what I loved about our team was you mentioned Ashton Craig having a bad night tonight as far as the points total. He stayed locked in the whole night. He did little things. He rebounded. He played defense. They were all three sitting on the bench that entire overtime um, period there, and they were all three being great teammates. And I think that's the biggest thing I will tell our kids is no selfishness was showed right there in that game at the end. You know, you can easily put your head down, and you can pout, and you can be disappointed you're not on the floor. And that's okay to be disappointed. But to be a great teammate like they were on the sideline, I was very, very pleased with that. And I think that shows what kind of kids and what direction we want this program to go. And uh, just uh, one more thing for you. I know you got a, a tough matchup tomorrow night on the road at Connersville. I know you're going to uh, be happy and celebrate this win tonight, but uh, no rest for the weary because uh, that's a very good team there. Uh, how do you kind of come back from a big emotional win and uh, make sure that you play with the same amount of energy that you played with, you know, the latter portion of this game tomorrow night? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of those things you want these guys to celebrate. Again, this is huge for us. You know, we've lost some tight games coming down the stretch here at the end of the season that we've played well in. Well enough to win. We just didn't have the possession or two we needed to win. You want them to celebrate it because it does, it's a huge win for us. But like you said, we got to come in in the morning and we got to be focused for Connorsville. Probably going to be the best defensive team we see all year. They're third in the state in defensive average, giving up 38 points a game. Um, so you know, that's, that's going to be tough. You know, that's a game where whoever has the best possessions of offense, who takes the best shots and who doesn't turn it over might walk out of there with a 30 to 28 win. And you got to be expecting that. You can't go out there expecting to score a lot of points. It's going to be how much maturity can we show on offense with taking care of the ball and value it and getting great shots and not caring how much time we take off, off the clock on it. Um, and then defensively, we're just going to have to be able to guard them. they got some guys who can score it. So, yeah, it's a good challenge, but I like it because it's going to show our toughness from bouncing back 24 hours later. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. I know Travis said that was the last question. Uh, <laughs> but i got to say this one, one statement. You know, and I talked about this in the pregame, you know, the Tigers in their last 12 games have now won eight of those 12. And then the other ones, you know, you throw in the South Ripley, the Greensburg. I'm No disrespect to a lot of people, but those are two of the better teams on our schedule that we play. So so you start looking at those things, and I said in the pregame, on the other hand, you look at South Durban. Now this was their 10th game, and this is their eighth loss out of those 10. So as I said in the pregame, you got one team in Lawrenceburg who I think is trending in the right direction and playing really well on the defensive side of the floor. By the way, if there were some coaches out there that had some money on the game, I did say the first team to 55 would <laughs> win. I yep. said that before the game. The first team to 55 would win this. We have 58. Well, we Lawrenceburg has 58. South Durham has 55. And that's obviously Lawrenceburg needs to have 58. But my next thing is, as a, as a head coach, to another head coach when you win a game like this, I hope you allow your guys to come in a little later tomorrow and you enjoy it tonight as well because that's what it's all about. Yeah, um, I don't know how late we're going to let them come in. Uh, we're still got that long bus ride to yeah. Connersville. Yeah, we're scheduled to come in at 9.30. I think yeah. we have to leave about 2.30 to get there, so get some shots up on the bowl. But, yeah, it's like I said, we're going to celebrate tonight. Um, our kids took this personal when we lost that game in the Rivertown. And, you know, again, we can pencil this in as a win. Well, uh, congratulations, congratulations on the win coach. tonight. Good Thank luck you. tomorrow and with the sexual draw Thanks. once again. Thanks for having us, guys. All right, Coach Cutter of the Lawrenceburg Tigers, victorious tonight, 58-55 in overtime. Coach, we got a star of the game here tonight. Oh, wow. Um, sure, we're going to come up with one here right now. Uh, I, when you look at the game, double T, it's, and you start looking at points and different things like that, and as you go through this, and, and I, 
for me, I think the the star of the game has to be Daya Patel. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people are going to say, well, Garrett Yoon hit that shot and those different things. But, you know, after the first quarter, I thought Daya played a little sluggish there in the first quarter. But then as the game went on and he just got more into the groove, I thought he was more of a steady player. I mean, when you look at Garrett, yeah, four or five threes, I mean, that's not a bad night, right? I mean, and if I wanted to give a star of the game, really, why not give it to the whole Larkburg team, the coaches and, and all of them, for just it, there's a lot to be learned from this, right? Like you battle the whole game, a lot of things don't go your way, but at the end you find yourself with an opportunity and a chance, and you cash in on that. And we talked about a lot of guys on the team, but everybody that went in tonight, whether it was for two minutes, one minute, forty-five seconds, played a role in the they, win. They had a role in the win. Yeah. And, you know, I would like to say, hey, this game was won on practice. But Tigers only practice one day this week. Right. Maybe Coach Cutter ought to think about that philosophy <laughs> as well. But Cutting back to practice schedule Cutting back to sure. practice schedule, save the legs <laughs> a little bit. But I'm going to go with uh, Daya Patel to, for the star of the game, Travis. All right, you can be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with warranty forever from Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet and uh, Eli Hoffman, the player who fueled their team for South Dearborn, presented by Wardway Fuels your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home, visit wardway.com. Coach, any final thoughts from this uh, pretty incredible game we saw here tonight at South Dearborn? Yeah, there's no doubt. And you once again talked about it in the pregame and maybe right before the game, Travis, about that sectional draw this Sunday. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that aren't really involved with all this, hopefully they understand how important that draw is. I know you do. I know the coaches do. The people that follow it, when – that's, that's an exciting time. And, and, man, you know, as you've watched South Dearborn and you've watched Lawrenceburg, you've watched Greensburg, and then obviously you've got Connorsville, who will, who Lawrenceburg will find out a little more. Playing better Batesville, now. definitely. So, you know, a lot of people are going to go ahead and pencil in Connorsville and Greensburg as the favorite, rightfully so. They've deserved that. they got great teams. But, man, if tonight's uh, any indication of what we got to look forward to um, the next couple of weeks, Man, maybe uh, Hoos- Hoosier Hysteria will be back up and rocking, and uh, we'll finish this season uh, hopefully in Banker's Life. So let's <laughs> hope we'll cool. have a repeat of, well, just for basketball yeah, in general. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, you're hopefully right. Hopefully they finish in Banker's yeah, Life. They got cut off last got year. Got cut off last year and feel sorry for all those guys. But, man, it's an exciting part. And, you know, two great communities coming together tonight to support their kids in a great game. So, you know, I'm fired up. I could talk all night. No one's running us off the air, are they? We probably got some deadlines and some different things to meet here to fill some spots. But, man, exciting and exciting to see both of these teams play down the stretch. Huge uh, win for Lawrenceburg tonight coming from behind to win in overtime, 58-55. Uh, certainly want to thank all the listeners for tuning in tonight. Our uh, great sports sponsors, uh, Coach K, for coming out and joining the broadcast tonight. Uh, Chris Bowling back in the uh, studio punching up the buttons. Uh, couldn't do it without you. So I uh, really appreciate all the support here in Eagle Country. Great effort by both of these teams tonight. And who knows, they might be matching up in the first week of March out at the Greensburg sectional. We'll have all that information for you at eaglecountryonline.com when the draw comes out over the weekend. So uh, one final time for Coach Kaniga. I'm Double T. Travis there. The Tigers win it 58-55 in overtime over South Dearborn. Eagle Country 99-3.